The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. Why are you, you both know. just turned to face me then? As if well, because, trouble. you know, we're not, no, we're not in trouble. Why? I are you in trouble? I don't know. Am I just both literally he at the same time? Just tell, him, tell him James is in trouble. Don't tell me. What have I done? What oh, is it, I Ash? I can't tell him. You said you'd tell him. No, but I can't bring myself Guys, to tell him now. There's something going on. I would it's rather know. T-shirt. No, I know. Ian and Cass Motorcycle Club. Yeah, Scooter I can't, division. I can't, I can't. Go on. You can you, you tell him? And I'll tell him tomorrow. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's, very it's not. It's not really fair, is it? If I very tell him, it's not our place to tell him. Really? No, no you're right. Yeah. I'm amazed. Kath hasn't already told. Yeah, she's not talking to me. Kath's job to tell. She was in tears earlier on. So there's something going on, guys. What the hell is going on? What have I done? What is it? Is this, this is homophobia. This is, uh, racist homophobia rampant. Yeah. Yes. On, uh, talk radio. I will not stand for it. Mm. Do you want to tell him now and, and put him out of his yeah, misery yeah, or him, not? Tell him during the news. So. That'd be fair enough. Yeah. I can take that. Yeah. I can take yeah. it. Let's keep it private. Man away, man away, man away. He can decide whether he wants to tell everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That way. I feel yeah. we're letting him down a little bit. James, you couldn't let me down. Well, I just feel we are. You, you couldn't let me down. You've, you've been a good boy. Ash. Ash lets me down I every could day. I let him down, yeah. What? Ash why would you want down. to do that? He lets I me down every to. single way. You wouldn't want to, but why would you? He's getting older and he can't, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it just let him down. Like it used to. Yeah, it doesn't work. Have you, you see, I told you, if you start giving it up, right, and not doing it anymore, you use it or lose it. You You don't, you you don't, you know. (laughs) Is that the one where you pull your legs towards your... And you lift it up without your hands. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making
Well, I really think this is great. Yeah, baby. Rap pussy. Let's go to Jane. Good evening, Jane. Okay. And it was a great intro, guys. And we went for it. And uh, then I punched. And there was just... Uh, it was. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's your turn to speak. It's you, Jane. Hello. Hello. Is that Jane? Yes, it is. Hi, Jane. It's Ian Lee and Cathy Boyle. Hello. How can we help you, Jane? I'm... I'm just asking, what do you think of that I'm a celebrity this year? Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, do you know what? I haven't seen any of it this year. Um, I can't watch it. It makes me feel very weird. I came in and it was up on one of the TVs behind me and it was a shot of them cooking and I noticed that they don't have a fire this year. I think because of the bushfires in Australia, I would imagine, but, uh, I think losing the fire is, is, terrible because that was the central point yeah. that everyone would go to this is where you when you yeah. have nothing to do you just go and sit and look at the fire so is that is that right jane they've not got the fire at all no they don't it's because of the fires in australia yeah that's a re- i mean i can see why they've done it but the thing is that's a real shame and that um that little square of land is, is has got more eyes on it i would imagine than any other square of land in the world so you'd think it would be safe um, that's a shame. I don't know, Jane. Why don't you tell me what you think about it? Well, I think it's really good this year, Go but on. I think some of the people in it, yes. um, I think they take it a bit too personally about what they say. Okay. And what do you mean? Give me some examples. So, um, so they're always, like, I understand they might miss their family, but they're all always crying. Yeah. But also, it. when, when one of the celebrities in there, Adele, she, brought in a picture of a person on Loose Woman and... Oh, um, Jane McDonough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jane, I don't know how old you are. I'm guessing 15? Yeah. Yeah. I will not have you speak about Dame Jane McDonald as just a person on Loose Women. She, it fought in two world wars and is one of Britain's best-loved cruise ship entertainers. She's a cabaret legend, Lord. She's a cabaret legend, Jane. And to people, old people sorry, like me sorry. and Catherine, she's very, very important. <laughs> She brought it in for one of her luxury items, and one of the other select Roman from Capital, and he he said that he just asked her like why she brought that picture as like her luxury item instead of something else, and she was like was screaming that it was prejudice and that. So I think there was quite a clash there. Corbyn thinks he's got trouble at the moment. You should see it. You should see Adele defending Jane McDonald. Um, do you know what? That's a genius thing to take in for a luxury item. Because I, I don't even, oh, I took a camera. I took a Polaroid camera and, but it was only because I couldn't. Yeah, that's a that, good idea. It wasn't Polaroid. It was a disposable, wasn't it? Uh, it was Polaroid, wasn't it? No. I d- anyway, I don't remember. But I didn't, they kept asking me, what would you like to take as your luxury? And I said, I don't really. I don't really want, I, you know, I couldn't take an iPad, I couldn't take a book, couldn't take a notepad. I said, I don't, they said, well, in the past someone took a pillow and someone took a camera. I said, I'll, t- I'll, I'll have a camera. I'll have, I'll have a camera then. I don't really, 
Uh, no, it was, it was, it was instant. Was it? It was an instamatic, because I had the pictures there, and they kept making me waste the pictures, and I didn't really want to. And then my plan was, Jane, get this, was to sell them on eBay for thousands of pounds. Problem is, I have no That's idea where That's a good those, idea. I, got, I don't know where the pictures are anymore. They'll be somewhere. I've got a little box. That's a, that's a real shame. Yeah, it is a shame. I don't know. I'll, I'll find them. Um, I'll, I'll find them. If I find... Jane, yeah. keep listening, right? Not obviously tonight, but if, if you hear me on the show saying, oh, I found those I'm a Celebrity pictures, call me up and I'll send yeah. you one. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. Uh, but, 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 but I, I, I may not find it for like six months. So, yeah, but I will, fine. I will have a little look. They, they've got to be somewhere. If, if you hear me say you I are. found them, call up and say, hey, I'm Jane, you promised me one of those Polaroid pictures and I'll send you one. Yeah, okay, thank you. you that was our favourite year, the year you was in it, especially the strawberries and cream. Oh, mate, those strawberry, i got to say this, right? The, the, the strawberries were the most delicious People offer me strawberries now. No, 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 no. Worth it, then, they've, they've got to be stolen strawberries to taste so delicious. They were totally worth it, Jane. They were really worth it. Um, I still get people talking about that two years later, so I'm really proud of that silly little bit of TV. It's definitely an iconic event. Thank you very much. But are you enjoying it this year? It's very good. Okay, yeah. nice one. All right, well, Jane, listen, if you want to give us... How much longer is... Is there, like, another week and a half? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. All right, listen, I, I, I hereby, I'm, I'm tapping you on the shoulder with a sword. I hereby knight you as Jane, the late night alternative, um, uh, what's the program called? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, correspondent 2019. Anytime you want to phone up with updates, Jane, you come straight on. And do you know what? Thank I'm, you. I'm gonna, let me go and look for those pictures on Thursday. I've got a free day Thursday, so there's a couple of places where they... I've, I've not chucked them away. There's a couple of places where they might be. So, so listen on Thursday night, and I'll see if I can find that them. That will do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. That was a nice call. I've not seen any of it. I've not seen any of it. I just still can't watch it. It still makes me a bit funny. And I've come to... I was telling you... Uh, uh, good evening, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. You I'm are... I'm Catherine Boyle. Uh, you were, well, I was on I'm a Celebrity a couple of years ago. Catherine and I have worked together for about seven years or so at various places. Um, and I, I was thinking a lot about the strawberries. If you didn't see it, I'm a Celebrity a couple of years ago, me and thick boxer Amir Khan stole some strawberries from some people. And it became a very controversial big thing within the confines of that. And it became a bit of a story outside. Um, and at the weekend, I was in a restaurant with my boys. And as we left, one of the waiters said, do you want any strawberries? And I've made real peace with that line now. For a while, it would really get, I'd, I'd be all, oh, right, is that the best you got? Really, right. Um, but I get it now. I get it. I get it. I created, along with Amir, I created an iconic piece of television. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm aware it's not, I don't know. I was about to say, mate, not as iconic as Who Shot JR, but do you know what? Actually, God damn it, yes, it is. It's not like man landing on the moon. No, but it's up happen. there with Nasty Nick and the note. Yeah. I made an iconic piece of television uh, when really I was doing it for, for uh, Kath and my mate Scott Balcony. Before I was doing it, I was thinking, will Scott and Kath laugh? And I was there for a long time, and I thought, yes, they'll laugh. Can I survive the fallout that will happen in the camp when this comes out? Because it will come out at some point. 
And I thought, yes, I could. I didn't realise it would get quite as nasty as it, as, as it eventually did. Otherwise, maybe I wouldn't have done it. But my overriding thing was, will my two closest friends, two of my closest friends, find it funny? And it was, yeah, I think they will. So I did it to make you laugh, Catherine, and I did it to make Scott laugh, who doesn't listen to the show anymore because he's a knobber. Um, Is it because of the Babadook? <laughs> maybe it's the Babadook. Um, and I was thinking, how dare I, how dare I get grumpy with people remembering something I did on, on a TV show. How dare I get grumpy? I should be proud of that. Name one other bit from, from that, from the 2017 I'm a Celebrity. I've not watched it, so I don't know. Name one other bit that springs to mind. The bit where you jumped off that plane. (laughs) That was lovely. That you thought you were going to die. Admittedly. But, but, what did you, oh, and the bit with you in the in the swimming pool where again you thought you were going to die. I thought I was going to die. But no, if you're just like a regular thing, I don't want to big myself up too much. Um, but if you, you, you name one other bit that happened in that show two years ago, first thing that comes to mind is the strawberries for most people. Brilliant. I'll take that, and, and I'm I'm really thrilled. I tell you what, what, what swung it round for me is when this new series of I'm a Celebrity started. I started getting so many tweets from people that don't even listen to the show. Going, looking forward to this series, but nothing will be as iconic as these two. Picture of me and Amir giggling over some strawberries. And I thought, wow, God, that really, I'm, I'm not bigging myself up. Please, please, please don't think, you know, it, I, I, I get what it is. It's a funny two minutes on a reality TV show. It, it isn't, you know, there's a brood of footage or, it's, it's, you know, it's nothing of any great import. But people two years later sending me a screenshot or, or just atting me saying, this is iconic. That's incredible. But you know why? It's That's incredible. People, oh, right, that show has been on for, had been on for such a long time. Yeah. Like Big Brother, that people felt watching that they'd seen it all and that the people going on knew what the trick was. It's not like the first series when everyone's going in as an experiment and it's more, nope. um, it's more natural in some ways because people aren't completely conscious of what they're going to get out of it, which is the way sometimes it comes across on reality TV shows these days. So this was completely out of the blue. Yep. The fact that you subverted the usual let's all get together campers and let's all do it for the good of the group and did something naughty. And do you know what? The extra camps, they were all loving it. Yeah, yeah. They were all loving it. I Joel Dobbit was saying, I've been waiting for someone to do that for ages. And, and Deck thought it was hilarious. I, well, I, I knew the game and it was fun and I created something that actually I'm very proud of and my boys still laugh when people mention the strawberries. I'm in. And here's the spoiler. He wasn't taking a, a, a hearty meal out of the mouths of his campmates. They were going to get one strawberry each. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we decided it would be better if two men got six strawberries each, because then we could do a lot more. It's funny, actually. I, I was going to mention this, and I wasn't going to mention this, and I think we're going to mention this, right? I, it, I think you and I, dear listener, need to have a chat about... Um, and it kind of follows on from the I'm a Celebrity thing, and it's going to be about me a little bit, and about Kath a little bit, but about about um expectations about celebrity about friendships and about about barriers i guess boundaries boundaries thank you there's been a few things um the last couple of days that have really struck me as peculiar they've got me angry they've got me upset they've got me annoyed They've got me scratching my head and going, what? And I tell you what it is, right? I tell you what it is. Um, the 
yeah, yesterday I was saying how I've muted some of you on Twitter, right? And I have. And I have. But what I then saw was loads of people going, I think he's muted me. Oh, I bet he's muted. Why would he mute me? Loads of people. And I saw it because I hadn't muted yeah. those people. The thing is, for some of those people, that progressed into feelings of anger. Yep. Hurt. Yeah. Then they got insulting. Yeah. About someone who hadn't muted them. Uh, and there are, I'm sure there are people talking about it that I had muted. Right. And that's fine. I, the way I choose to curate my Twitter feed is my business. Now, when I'm talking about me, I guess I'm kind of talking about all of us. Okay. But all I can do is share my, my experience. Right. So some people got very, very angry. And there was someone um, last night who got very angry and then walked it back when it was pointed out to them that what they were saying was actually a little bit nuts. So they walked it back. But saying that it was selfish... Well, here's, here's one. Here's someone... And I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to embarrass people. Some of you will know. Some of you won't. Here's one. He's a very talented man, but he's also very selfish and rude, muting and blocking supportive fans who have done everything for him. Now... I'll block you if you're abusive to me or someone I like, or if you're you're rude. If you're rude and abusive, rude and or abusive to me or someone I like, and that could be Kath, that could be my sister, that could be, I don't think anyone has been actually, or, or, or that could be just, you know, a listener to the show. Who's, if, if you're rude or abusive, that's I'm going to block you. Right? And that's fine to do that. Um, and if you're just a little bit needy, or entitled, or repetitious, or demanding too much of my attention, I'll mute you. And that's fine. I'm not telling you off, not criticising you. I'm hardly ever discussing it. If I do discuss it, I discuss it with Kath, but we don't really go, hey, I muted these people today, but I might say, oh, I've muted such and such, just because they were saying the same thing over and over again. Do you know when it, the only time it comes up is when... Um when people think that they can get to you through me. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, what's this? This person then sent another tweet. Ian Lee's a twat, basically, but his, his show is still good. And that's fine. Okay. But, but, Gosh, and then basically I've got, is such a tricky word. Then I've got people messaging me and because I don't reply or respond or click like, they then message me through someone else going, don't know if you can see that, but this is coming just in case they got muted. And then I had an email today, right, from someone I have asked politely to stop messaging me, I have told aggressively to stop messaging me, I have reported them to the police, I've reported them to my boss, I've ignored them, I've told them the truth, that their messages scare me. And make me feel very, very uncomfortable. Okay, and again, I'm not going to mention any names. So this person messaged me again today. Ian, I'm just a listener that really enjoys the show you do. I can't even remember how I got to the point in your mind of being a stalker. You've got me so damn wrong, it's not funny. You get emails from listeners all the time. I'm no different. I don't like listening to you referring to the email I sent about your cat, sent with the utmost sincerity, calling me a nut job and a scumbag. That really hurts. And to be honest, it really sends me into a spiral of self-loathing, hatred 
and doubt about the person I am and how I've been perceived. I made a mistake a long time ago with the sending pictures to listeners. But did I hear that you did something similar so you could hopefully relate to doing stupid things under the influence of certain mindsets? I came on air and publicly apologised for that behaviour. So why don't you cut me some slack? Why is it that you get to tell me how you feel about the way I make you feel, but the consequences of you doing so, the feelings of me hating myself, isn't allowed to be just as valid? Honest to God, you've got me wrong. But none of it matters, as we don't even know each other, never have and never will. I'm just a listener, a follower, that's all. Just wanted to be understood. My God, there's so much in there, and I'm, I'm aware that by reading it, I'm actually very nervous reading it, because I am opening a can of worms. That person, please, I'm not mentioning your name, I'm really asking you to stop contacting me. You scare me. You scare me. The pictures you sent are not the reason that I don't want you contacting me. It's the persistence and the insistence that we have something that scares me. Why is it that you get to tell me how you feel about the way I make you feel? Because this is my job. This is my life. This is my livelihood. My job is to come on this radio station, sit in front of this microphone and try and do something that isn't talking about Brexit, isn't talking about anti-Semitism, isn't talking about Islamophobia, isn't talking about did Joe Swinton have a bad or a good debate. It's to try and make something different. And, And that involves me sharing a lot more of me than any other radio presenter I can think of, certainly in this country, probably in the world, possible exception Howard Stern. I can't think of any other radio presenter that shares this much. God, I came out to you guys but before I told people that were close to me. You know, I've shared so much. So I do get to say how I feel. And if people want to phone up 0344-499-1000 and share how you feel, you're very, very welcome to do that. I'm also very accessible. 15 hours a week, you can phone me. Um, several hours a week, I'll be streaming on Twitch where you can come and chat. Three hours a month, me and Catherine do a phone-in podcast around the country. Really accessible, right? So, yeah, I get to say how I feel. You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. You can you can switch off at any point. I'm addressing this person. I'm addressing kind of everyone. He's just tweet. He's just texted us. He's just texted us, and now I feel sick. Stop listening. Stop listening. Stop listening. I am, I am, I do not belong to you. I am not a part of you. I am nothing to do with you. Stop listening. And the same, I don't want it to be about this person. This is a broader thing. These tweets last night really made me think, we need to, I am, I am not your friend in the way that some of you think I am. And this is about me, but this is also about celebrity in general. We hear Nigel, for example, talking about how Miley Cyrus is his friend and stuff. And it's really difficult to get through to him that she's not. She doesn't know who he is. She doesn't know anything about him, right? And we all, a lot of us all think if we could just meet our favourite singer, or if we could just meet our favourite actor or our favourite comedian, we'd get on so well. There's a bit of me that thinks that. A lot of the guests I've had on in the past... 
I've got them in because I thought I'd really like to be their friend. So I, I've been doing it as well. And over the past 20 years, I've become friends with three of them. Steve Gutenberg, Bare Naked Ladies and Stephen Page. Fine. And Imani, actually. Imani, four. But there's a part of me that wants to be friends with people that can communicate with me, whether it's, for me, it's primarily it's through music. I think, I want to be friends with them. They just want to sell a record, man. I just want to sell a radio show. Here's the thing. I love talking to you lot so much. I love my job. I get, my job is to make my best friend in the world laugh. Um, and if he's not listening, then I've got to try and make Catherine laugh. That's a joke. She'd give me the finger. That's my job, is to come in and hang out on my best mate and make her laugh. And I get double points if I hear Sam laughing through the glass. That's a, that's a double little Brucey bonus. Oh, okay. That's my job. That's it. And uh, we work in such a way that we, as well as making you laugh, we kind of share a lot of stuff. And we're trying to create something new and something bold and something different. And it's looking like it's starting to work in terms of, of the conventional, you know, numbers going up. And we're getting some amazing calls coming in. My God, I had so many people tweeting me today about the legend of the Sphinx. The riddle of the Sphinx. Oh, from if you missed it from last night's show, it's the podcast. It's It's so funny. So it's supposed to be a serious lecture, but it ended up being uh, talking about eggs. So funny, and I'm so proud of it. I didn't do anything. I played some silly Egyptian music and sat back and was stifling my laughter. But I'm so proud, Kath, that we allowed something like that to happen on our show. And so many people got in touch. That's it. That's it. I am not your friend. I'm not your friend. A couple of you I have become friends with. Um, but for the... M- and now I've realised I've planted a seed in some people going, well, he means me. I can name them if you want. <laughs> I can name who I've become friends with. Um, I'm not your friend. I don't owe you anything more than the three hours a night I give you. I give you a lot, man. I give you a lot. And so, uh, again, I don't want this to make so much. So do your pop stars. So do your film stars. So do your comedians. So do your YouTubers. So do whoever it is you look up to. Maybe it's other radio hosts. That's all they, we, I owe you. That's it. That's all. And so to be upset that I, I don't like a tweet, I don't respond to a tweet, I don't reply to an email, I, I, I maybe didn't spend as much time talking to you at an event as, 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 as you would have. It's really unfair. It's really unfair. And quite possibly it's my fault to a certain extent. It's my fault that maybe I've created... Marcus and David, stay there, be there in a bit. Um, uh, maybe it's my fault by being too open, by sharing too much. But I don't want to change that. So I guess, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I'm not telling you off. Some of you, please don't, please don't want anyone to think they're being told off, right? No one's being told off. I'm so grateful that you choose to listen to this show. So grateful. So grateful you, some of you come to our live shows. I'm so grateful that we made three grand for the Samaritan selling a silly book. So grateful that I've had to post out another 15 uh, singles and, uh, and rabbit hole badge. So grateful. Posted them out today. So, so grateful. Here to stay holding your feet to the fire says the person who's been emailing me. His name is John. I don't know what that means, but does, does that sound threatening to you? Mm-hmm. Here to stay, holding your feet to the fire. 
And John wonders why I don't want anything to do with him. John's an extreme example. He's an extreme example. Um, I don't know. I don't know the point I'm trying to make here. I've just been really upset and really confused recently at how much some of you seem to want from me. I'm just, I'm just a joker, man. I'm a jester. I'm a jester. I'm here to dick around and you can point and you can laugh with me. You can laugh at me. I couldn't give a stuff. As long as you're laughing or thinking or feeling or something, that is it. That's it. For most people, they get it. Most people do. You're absolutely right. Thank you. It's the people who are at, at this point thinking, yeah, but it doesn't mean me because because I'm different. It's you. It's people who expect some sort of one-to-one experience once this show is finished. Or you think that by sending a message, somehow that means that we have to respond. Mm. We're not at work anymore. It's really interesting. Tony gets it. Tony sent me a, t- a text and then he says in his second text, uh, if you do not reply personally or come around tonight for a coffee, I will troll you forever. Think carefully about your next move, bro. He gets it. <laughs> He gets it. And he most gets people it. get it. Most people do. It's a tiny percentage. It's the percentage. people who get disappointed and, and sometimes personally offended. I don't owe you anything. I feel I give you more than most. Your favourite singer doesn't owe you anything. Justin Bieber doesn't owe you anything. Paul McCartney doesn't owe you anything. Miley Cyrus, that doesn't owe you anything. I, I, I can't think of any actors. I think Daniel Craig doesn't owe you anything. The, 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 all the people that play Doctor Who do not owe you anything. I'm not speaking to you, Peter, when I say that. But it, it, this part. your favourite comedian, it doesn't. They don't owe you anything. All they owe you is that when you pay money to see their film or their set or you turn on the radio, that they do their best to give you a good time. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, it. That's all they owe you. And then it's done. Then it's done. That's the contract that you have with an entertainer. So it's a weird, weird start to the show. I just felt I had to say something because I was so upset at some of the people getting angry because they thought I'd muted them. And um, he owes us everything. I saw that from a couple of people. And I thought, wow, you really think that just because you think I've muted you on Twitter? And the reason you think I've muted you is because I don't respond to your tweets that's insane man that's insane um so you know think about me and also think about the other people that you admire and that you um respect and that you look up to right their their job is to you know, make a movie for three months or make a TV series for a month or, sing, you know, sing a song, sing songs for 90 minutes. That's the job. That's it. That's the contract you have with them. Anything beyond that is an absolute bonus. And if you choose to, you know, reward them with extra by buying their T-shirts and their merch, that's brilliant. That's great. But you're not buying any more of them. That's that's a bonus on top. Does that make sense, Catherine? If I sound like a sanctimonious, pretentious dick there, that's my no, fear no, no, of no. bringing that up. No, because what we're talking about is some really extreme behaviour, and you know, if you people that actually think that they have done something for you by listening to a radio show, I've done everything for him. You, you don't have to listen. It's mm, a weird vibe we've created, but you know what? I'm happy with that. I'm really looking forward to, to playing for you. Go on. Most people get it. Most people do. Oh, of course. Um, 
I think that it's part of the power of radio, the fact that what I'm thinking now is going directly into someone else's brain. And uh, it's going into a bedroom that they may share with nobody or they may share with someone they don't get on with or they may be downstairs avoiding someone or they may be thinking about not wanting to go to work. We're keeping them company at a really, what can be a really lonely time. Mm-hmm. And we're there when their friends aren't picking up the phone. Um, but I think it's unreasonable to expect us to replace those people. Talking of being uncomfortable, right? I'm so looking forward to, I would guess, next week, dropping part one of Catherine and my show that we did in Brighton. Yeah. guess we got one more Celebrity Diary this week, and then we're going to play the show in Brighton. Two parts. And it was really uncomfortable. I know we're late for the ads. Bah. Really, really uncomfortable. Because there was someone in the show, tiny audience, 60 people. Well, it was about 50, because 10 people didn't turn up. Really not enjoying the show. To the point where the show became about him and me really uncomfortable and we weren't sure whether we were going to drop it as a podcast but then i heard a podcast yesterday two days ago yesterday monday that was so uncomfortable and incredible i thought i said the phone kath up to kath we've got we've got to put brighton out because this is a feeling this is a feeling it's a podcast called how did that get played brilliant Really funny podcast. Two people uh, present it. Can't remember the names. I do apologise. Really funny. And they talk about rubbish video games. And each week they get a guest in and they focus on one rubbish video game and they destroy it. And it's a really funny show and I love it. And then this week for the Thanksgiving show, it's American. They had a Native American comedian in talking about a terrible game it's not really a game it's kind of a, a, a fringe release called custer's last stand on the atari 2600 very old system and within that game of course general custer massacred loads of native americans and red indians as we used to call them didn't massacre as many as he would like because he was inept but in the game you play custer who, who who basically was part of a genocide and in the game you have to rape a native american woman and they get a Native American comedian to talk about it. And the first 20 minutes is great. And they're chatting about video games and old systems they had. And it's fun. And then the host goes, right, well, let's get to the game. And the guest says, you can hear him swallow. And he says, right, um, I'm being serious here. I'm not, I'm not doing a bit. Um, I'm Native American. I'm really confused as to why you're talking up. You've invited me to talk about a game that involves General Custer raping Native American women when Native American women ha have the highest unsolved murder rate on Thanksgiving. Silence. And he goes, I'm just thinking, what the f... Yeah. And you can hear the two hosts just gulping and going, oh my God, yeah. what have we done? And he says... Wonderful. As far as I know, I'm the only Native American you've ever had on this show. Yep. And you choose this, and you choose now. Yep, yep. And the point he's making is, why, why, why did you not, not get me on to, to talk about, um, you know, I can't think of any of the other guys. Why did you not get me on to talk about Sonic Adventure three weeks ago? Why did you not get, why have you not got me on in a month to talk about Garfield Cart? Why, why is tokenism? It feels like it's being wheeled out, yeah. It's tokenism. It's so uncomfortable. And, and the two hosts justify it, try and justify it. And then right at the end, they both go, we screwed up 
so bad. So bad. I am so, and, and they're all cool. They're friends, right? It is the most amazing listen I've, I've heard in as much as it made me feel from a podcast that makes me chuckle and sometimes makes me a bit angry because they slag off games I like. That's it. To sat in my car going, oh my God, this is awful. I feel awful. It's great. How did that get played? How did that get played? It's the last episode, Custer's Revenge. Um, anyway, it's just made me think we've got to put out Brighton. Unedited. We've got to put it out. And maybe we put it out and maybe we do like a little workshop where we talk about it or something. Because it's tense. Yeah. It's tense and it's feeling something. It's feeling something. This is what I want. I don't want to... Radio makes you feel angry because it's like, hey, you've got to vote. You can't vote Jeremy Corbyn because he's anti-Semitic. Well, no, you can't vote Boris Johnson because he's anti-Muslim. You can't vote Joe um, Thingy Bob from... Because she had a terrible... It's that. It's that. It makes you feel angry. But I want to feel other stuff. I like feeling angry. I like feeling aroused. I like feeling drunk. I like feeling uncomfortable. I like feeling scared. So if we've got... 45 minutes, 90 minutes of audio where people are going to go, holy shit. Yeah, it was real. It was real. We put it out there. We put it out there. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to say, dear listener. What I'm trying to say is this show is bloody excellent, right? And me and Kath are the best at this in the country. The best at this stuff. I couldn't do what Mike Graham does. I couldn't do what, what James O'Brien or Nick. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it that way. But this, you've heard people sit in for us. They can't. They can't. Me and Kath are the best in the country at this, whatever this is. I don't know what this is, but we're the best, right, at making you feel something. So don't take the piss, right? Come and play with us. Come and have fun with us. Phone us up and then let us breathe for a bit. You know, don't don't kind of pin everything onto us, okay? We're just two idiots trying to make it in the world as well, Okay? Did that make any sense? Probably not, but here we go. 0344-499-1000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. We got Noah, Tom, James, David, Becky, but first of all, we got Marcus. Yes, man. Yes, man. I, I, I've, I've forgotten what I was calling for. Marcus, 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 
Anyway, Mark so good. you don't know what oh, you want yeah. to say then. Ma Marcus, say hello to my good friend David Badcock. Oh, hello David Badcock. Uh, right. Um, are you okay? <laughs> uh, hello. Ever not be hugging my pillow. No. No, Dreaming dreams of Amarillo. That's with Marie who lives with me. Ma Marcus. Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, David, you're the only, me, Catherine, and you are the only person that heard that because we had to yeah. dump it. But I think everyone can guess what he said. For those who don't, the, the first half of that line was uh, Ma uh, David saying, Marcus, I don't want to talk to you because I don't like drunk people, and Marcus told him to F off there. <laughs> I can speak I, I, to the callers like that. Oh, that, that, I feel a bit jaded now. <laughs> Not as jaded as Marcus is going to feel in the morning. <laughs> oh, David. You must have had people tell you to F off before, whether it be in the ghost industry or the, um, hen sex. Some of them ghosts are rude, aren't they? Well, no, not, oh. Hmm? I've not had anyone say F off to me for a very long time. How long? When was the last time? What was the last situation where someone rudely told you to F off? I was in Aldi, the supermarket. Yep. Mm. Yep. And I was, I remember it vividly, I was going down the salad bit as you walk in. Yeah. And I reached down for the last packet of tomatoes. Okay. Because I, I fancy the ham and tomato uh, 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 sandwich. With mayonnaise? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Just asking. Curious. What's your favourite uh, favorite sandwich? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call me now. As I reached for them, a quite big man also reached for them, and I said, if you don't mind, I really want a ham and tomato sandwich. Can I have these? And he said, no. And then I said... Well, I'm going to take him anyway, and then if you try and take him off me, I'm going to uh, get the security to come over, mm -hmm. and then he's going to F off. Who's that? Am I on with someone? I, I really don't. I don't well, know why I'm going to take him anyway, and then if you try and take him off me, I'm going to uh, get the security to come over. Right, turn your radio off. Thank you. I have one. Right. Could you Hello? explain why yeah, why you decided on the live radio station to tell me to f off? <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I can't. I can't apologise enough. I tell you, I bet you stink. He's going to do it again. I'm, no, I'm very fragrant. Right. Why? Did you think, uh, I don't want to get, the things I want to say to you, Marcus, but I'm afraid it might really upset you deep down. So you're probably quite sad already, aren't you? I'm deep as a well, baby. Right, nope, right. We can't help you. I suggest you go to bed. Well, I'm going to go to bed in about 30 minutes. That's, that's fine, that's fine, man. Who, who, who am I talking to? With respect, I'm not going to tell you my name, 
All I will. No, I, 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 I'm not interested. I'm not interested in them at all. I, I, I am an absolute potty mouth. I, I accept that. But I am a man of extreme violence. Passion. Um, what's, 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 what's the word? Dr- drinking habits. Uh, I, I am a man, man of extreme uh, quality. Oh. Right. Okay. And humility. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, that's oh, enough now. <laughs> did we do the 22 break? We did, thank you. <laughs> I mean, fair's fair. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe, maybe the first time I warranted it, but that one was unjust. I think you did goad him a little, Scott, to be honest. Scott says, uh, hashtag, je suis Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> David, I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go. If, if you're going to continue to encourage my callers to swear, we probably should probably say goodbye, mate. I asked him if he ever wondered how chickens lay eggs. It was an aggressive, sexually charged yeah, question. There was a tone. There was a tone. Right, well, there's a tone. I don't want Marcus back. All I want to say is it's been proven in the newspapers that you can actually hatch a chicken from a supermarket egg. Thank you very much indeed. That's not true in the slightest. Oh, man. Let's go to Noah. Good evening, Noah. Hello. What can we do for you? Oh, nothing really. I just want to tell you all that I'm not your friend. I'll never be your friend. And I hate all of you. I think you're all neurosyphilitic numbskulls. Okay. So you went to prison... For a hate crime. There are no such things as hate crimes. And you're phoning up to tell us you hate us all? Yeah. Okay. What did you go to prison for? Doesn't matter. I'm a uh, martyr from libertarianism. Vile racist jailed for 16 months. No, I'm just saying, I'm not just saying, racist. I'm just saying this because we have... We had so many calls about you, Jonathan. Oh, uh, Really? Really? Yeah, we have, asking you, tell, telling us that they would not want you back on. And Kat, I don't care what they think. Will you calm down and listen? I have continually said I would welcome, I would be pleased for you to call up. Continually, right? I've had people give me abuse. I've said I would be pleased for you to call up. However, your aggression towards people in general but and me specifically is really unwarranted and unnecessary and 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 that's why i think it's important to put this in some context by looking at this story of what happened to you i don't care okay well, i let me really read this, don't let me care. Read, do, you, do you mind if i read the story yeah because it's full of misinformation well why don't we read it and you correct it I've already corrected it. A vile racist... Not true. ...who claimed Hitler was born 100 years too soon... Okay, ...has been jailed for 16 months. Jonathan, won't say your last name, 34, admitted at Crown Court to making online threats intended to stir up racial hatred. No, that's not true. You admitted it at Crown Court? No, I didn't. They've uh, deliberately lied there. Had nothing to do with race. Okay, but you did. So, but you did make online threats. I threatened the whole world all the time. 
The court heard that you used a social media profile to make threats against Muslims, Jews and MPs. I didn't make threats against Jews. That's another lie. But the Muslims and MPs you did? Yeah. What threats did you make to the Muslims and the MPs? Apocalyptic threats. So what, threats of death? Yeah. Murder? Murder's a bit of a strong word for such um, unpleasant individuals. As, as Muslims? As politicians. Okay. Rape? No. Nope. Um, Jonathan posted vicious communications online between March and August 2017. The judge said the views would outrage any decent human being. Well, he mustn't get out that much. The court heard that you had created a social media profile where you alleged to be a champion of free speech, describing, his, describing himself as a white libertarian and white dissident. No, I'm not white dissident. White libertarian, because I am a libertarian, and I also happen to be white, and I also believe that white people should have exactly the same rights as any other race. They, okay. So you want to lower you want to lower the you want to lower the rates that white people have to those of of people of color. Okay, that's interesting. One message um, claimed Muslims should be quote forcibly sterilized. Yeah. Yeah. And quotes sentenced to death. Yeah. Right. Another encouraged people to hunt down and kill Gina Miller. Yeah. What were you thinking then? I was thinking that uh, our vote would be respected and that uh, some person who yeah, was not talking, born in this country no, and who Jonathan, does not share our Jonathan, values wants Jonathan, to Jonathan, take Jonathan, away our freedom. Jonathan, you are talking even more bollocks than I think I've heard you talk ever. I was really looking forward to you coming on. I was really interested to see if prison had, had, had calmed you down, if you'd learnt any lessons. I enjoyed our conversations about retro video games. It turns out it's made you more, even more, of a racist, obnoxious... No, shut your face. A racist, obnoxious, anti-Semitic, um, Islamophobic, misogynistic, nasty piece of work, suggesting that Gina Miller should be hunted down and killed and that Muslims should be forcibly sterilised. You are disgusting. Uh, I, I'm embarrassed and ashamed to say that I was championing you coming on this show again because I was really looking forward to hearing your story. And I know that deep down, deep down, that there is something, some, there is a nugget of humanity in there. There's a nugget of humanity. But I'm afraid, Jonathan, you have come out worse. You are disgusting. You are horrible. You're a piece of trash. And... Okay, those people were right. You're never coming on my show ever again, mate. Never again. So put your phone down, delete my number, stop listening. You are not welcome. After I have defended you, that doesn't, you don't owe me anything because of that. You don't owe me anything. I got it wrong. That's what I'm angry at. I got it wrong. I misjudged completely. And everybody who told me this would happen, I apologise. You were absolutely right. Jonathan, Noah, whatever you're going under these days, not interested, never want to know. I really, really hope you sort your head out, you sort your soul out, and that you can atone for the hideous, 
hideous things that you have said. Good evening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Good evening, Cass, and uh, good evening, Ian. You I forgot I just my name for a second. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking hearing Don't, that. I know. Don't what, worry. What an absolutely. I mean, I, I, I literally, you know, you, you sort of hear that these these views exist. But to hear someone with such clarity mm. go and speak such vile, repugnant, evil racism out of their mouth. And I'm really so pleased that guy phoned. Well, here's the thing. We're in a very weird place in the moment with the whole anti-Semitism in Labour that's being yeah. talked about today. And I suspect that tomorrow, it's kind of come up a bit today, but I suspect tomorrow the Islamophobia uh, in the Conservative Party will come up. And I hope that there is attention once again drawn to Boris Johnson talking about bum boys in tank tops. And, you know, the, 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 we've had the focus on Labour. Let's hopefully it shifts over to, to, to the, the, the things that are going on there in the Conservatives. But another thing I want to talk about and we'll talk about it later you know that apparently on strictly come dancing they had two men dancing they had yeah. over 200 complaints two well, 200 complaints because two, two men were dancing together they weren't doing like the forbidden dance with no drawers on were they, they weren't doing a 69 <laughs> they were just having a dance <laughs> and I'm, to, this is the point i want to make james we're yeah. going backwards i thought that racism was almost done i thought that homophobia was pretty much yeah. gone i thought that misogyny we'd done that one in the 80s no 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 james we are going back right and unless i, I was just so shocked like I, I just couldn't the thing that behind everything he said was just hate like the anger that he had you know i'm you know i'm pro-brexit i might not like what Gina Miller has, has said, or the, or the action. You don't want her dead, though. No. No, and of course. Of she's got every right to say it. She's done everything by the law. I, 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 you know, I voted Remain, but I, yeah. I don't want extreme, I don't want the people behind the, the Leave campaign executed. I don't, what, what, how have we got to a place? Yeah. When, and I was about to say, well, that's acceptable. It's unacceptable. And he went to prison for, for, for a significant yeah. time for that. But, but where people now feel comfortable, James, airing those views. Joe Cox was murdered, right? Yeah. We've got to remember that. That when, when um, the, the people said, Farage said after Brexit, no, no blood was spilt. Yes, it was. A, an MP was murdered. So we, we, we've got to be careful about the language and the rhetoric we use. And maybe in the past, I've been a little too easy on callers like Jonathan. And maybe I've kind of let them stay on for entertainment purposes. But well, I, I, I can't I do that think, anymore. No, I don't. I think this is... And what I was going to say, and, and the reason why I sort of I called originally before this guy, is that I think you've got to be kind to yourself. And I think it's about boundaries. Yep. You know, like, I'm a clinician, and essentially I might get on with a patient, or we might have a really good working relationship, but there's there's boundaries, and, and people are overstepping those boundaries, and that's not fair. Yep. You're entitled to a life, you're entitled to, to, to have privacy, and you go and open yourself up as an entertainer, but that's what you are, you're an entertainer. Here's the other you thing, know. though, James, those boundaries yeah. are there for those people's own good as well, actually. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Everyone needs to know where they stand so they know what their expectations should be so that there's no disappointment or upset. Mm. And, and particularly with some of the regular callers that you've had as well and the stuff that you've kind of, you've done for them, you know, you've gone well above what anyone would expect. 
you know, uh, radio presenters to do, and and you do that because you care. But it's it's unfair, and I think it's I think it's dangerous for your mental well being as well. Mm. And I kind of really got that sense when you were talking actually in about what you were going through, mm. and actually you very much sounded like. Um, someone that is going through a, a stalking experience and a victim and it was really uncomfortable to hear because you were deeply honest and um, it's really unacceptable behaviour. I have to clarify, let me just clarify one thing, when I was reading the email and then someone else called John was texting in, that was a different John who thought I was talking about him even though I was reading a specific email. So Which that is part of the problem of course. Oh, James, listen, it's so nice to talk to you, I'm, I'm late for the um, thing, people are texting going, that, that, no it has to be a wind up, oh no, 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 no. Uh, he won't be coming on the show again i'm so disappointed um i'm so disappointed i, I mean <laughs> i knew the history i knew what he said was horrific and was indefensible i really i, I also know that we've had some really interesting calls with him where we've talked about old video games we've scratched the surface of what happened to him there have been moments of humanity there, there have been real moments of humanity and i got you know as, the last time he came on he tried to shame me about behavior i've done in the past um he won't be coming on here again uh, Scott says, um, that's one of the most jaw-dropping moments of radio I've ever heard in 20 years of being a speech radio-obsessed numpty. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got Becky and we got Noel Taylor, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
344 is the telephone number. We are living in a very scary time. Okay, so you, 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 with the stories about the, the anti-Semitism, the, 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 mm, the stories about the Islamophobia and the, mm, all of that's going on, right? And then there are two other stories about hatred, about fear and about hatred, right? Yes. And about disgust. 200 people complained about two men dancing on Strictly Come Dancing. I would like to complain. How long has Strictly been going for? 15 years? I'd like to complain it's taken 15 series to get two blokes on there dancing. They've teased it for the last five, six years. When two of the main characters in that, two of the main judges are uh, openly gay. What? Why are we shocked by two men dancing? I honestly... Some of the jokes on that are more shocking than the dancing. Two... If you're shocked by that. Hundred. What? Are they worried that it was going to make their kids gay? Because, right... If they're worried it's going to make their kids gay, that must mean they're worried it's going to make them gay. Because when you're saying, what, that you get to a certain age and you can't be, you've got like a queer barricade around you so you can't be affected by the gay vibes that, that gay, gays and lesbians are sending out. Only kids can be turned gay. Here's the thing, think back to when you were a kid, right? Who did you fancy? Who did you fancy? Who were you attracted to in that kind of sense? You know. You know, you might be confused. There might be a little bit of head scratching, but you find girls sexy, you're hot, you find guys. It's, you know, it's not... Seeing two blokes dancing on a, on a BBC One TV show is not going to make a heterosexual go, I want to have sex with another man! It doesn't work like that. So that's that's the, that's one thing, right? This is why I'm saying we're going backwards, because we're going backwards. Becky, uh, Lavinia, Michael and Noel, I'll come to you in a minute, I promise. Becky, you're up first. Um, and then, those homophobic idiots hiding, cowardly hiding, behind the flag of religion, in this case, Islam, protesting outside a primary school in Birmingham, it's gone to court. And the judge has said, yeah, you're not, you, you can't protest outside of primary school. You can't do it. You can't, you're not allowed to do it. I don't know what the, the distance is they've got to be. But Again, these children are not about to be given lessons in how to be gay. They don't get seven-year-olds and show them gay porn. It's not, it's not, how thick are you to protest, right, and calling the teachers nonces and queers really? as they go in. This is what they've been doing, right? All behind the, the facade of religion. It's not. In this instance, it's Islam. Stupid. Stupid. I've, I've argued with people, Christianity. Stupid. You don't like, uh, um, what two men or two women get up to. So you go and protest at a primary school. They're not getting a six year old and going, right, let's have, this is Dirk does Dallas. All they're doing is very age appropriate. Just, sharing the concept that some families have a mummy and a daddy, some have a daddy, some have a mummy, some just have grandparents, some might have two daddies, some might have two mummies. It's all cool. That's it. That's that's it. That's all they're getting. Uh, I don't even know what age is. Six, that's it. That's it. And that it's okay if that's what you've got at home, or if you wonder why little Stevie has got, you see two men coming to pick him up and not a mummy. That's what's going on. It's okay. And so you have these homophobic 
bigots, some of them quite probably repressed, I don't want to make two things of that, but probably, protesting outside of school, scaring the kids and intimidating teachers because they don't like the fact that two men might get married or two women might get married, and we're supposed to offer the, and, and, and then they, they complain, oh, well, you're not respecting my religious freedom. That's the argument. You're not respecting my the religion. Counter, Get stuffed. The counter to that is, you're not respecting fact. This is what happens. These people exist. I am going to protest outside a mosque of Islam. I'm going to protest outside a church of Christian. Christians getting married. Muslims getting married. Jews getting married. I'm, you see how ridiculous that is. And also, the religion you've chose, there's an amount of indoctrination, but you've chosen it. It's a choice. It's a choice. You do not choose. And I don't know why people don't understand that. You didn't choose to be gay. I didn't choose to be bi. You don't choose to be straight. You don't go, right, well, I've got, I've got a dingus. This is a dingus between my legs. Who am I gonna, I'm gonna go for ladies. You don't choose. It's, I kind of believe it's 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 hardwired and there's DNA and it's kind of I think it's all kind of set there from before you're born. Some people believe there might be a little bit of you know social. I don't know what it is, right? I don't know what it is, but you don't choose it. So to be a dick, right? Hiding behind whatever religion, and this was Islam this time, and go yeah, we're going to stand outside of school, right? And we're going to insult teachers. We're going to intimidate teachers. That's what they did. And we're going to create a tense vibe for the kids, right? Because what they are teaching goes against Allah or Islam or Jesus or God or whatever. Man, I hate that. I hate that. Be, 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 be religious. Be whatever religion you want to be, right? That's cool, man. That's cool. But then let everyone else get on with what they want to do. It really annoys me. We're going backwards. I thought it was a great decision in the court today, but how sad that it had to go to court. That a school, 25 teachers have been treated for stress at that school. Stress. Stress. Because they'd have to walk through a protest of parents. Here's the thing as well. Wow! A lesson that would have been and gone, and a kid, one kid, maybe two, maybe three in that year, might have been allowed to feel a bit less weird. Yes. Has yeah. instead been made a massive deal out of it. Exactly. You're bringing more attention to it. And more shame to any... Here's the thing, Muslim parents. Some of your kids are gay and lesbian and bisexual and trans. <laughs> and the same for all faiths. Doesn't matter what faith you are, there's going to be gay, bi, trans, lesbian kids in there. Right? And all you're doing is causing them shame and harm and a lifetime of self-loathing. I've lived through a lifetime of self-loathing because of my sexuality that I didn't want to address. Not because of religious reasons, for all kinds of messed up reasons. I've got my own messed up reasons. Um, it's horrendous. My boys don't know that I'm bisexual yet um, because it's not really come out. And I'm sort of... I was going to say dreading telling them. I'm dreading telling them because I haven't quite got the vocabulary yet to tell them. And I still have a lot of shame around my, my behaviour. So I've still got a lot of shame. Um, but I haven't got to tell them for it. They, 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 they haven't got to know for years. But they know about gay people. They know about lesbians. They know about trans. They know that um, a couple of kids at their school have got two dads. They... They know, and it's normal, and it's normal. It's normal for my seven-year-old that there's a kid in the year below him who's got two dads. It's normal. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. But I, I think we're going backwards with the homophobia, the racism, the religious hatred. We're going backwards, man. I don't know what it was. Was it Trump? Was it Brexit? Was, was it... 
the ED, what, I don't know where it, I don't know where it started, but I think once that genie's out, you can't put that back. I think quickly, that, anyway. I think there is a, 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 a large part of the population, and I'm not saying the majority, but a large vocal part of the population who are feeling quite powerless in their lives, oh. which is why they have to nail their flag to a definite, absolute cause. Yeah. And if it makes you feel a little bit more like you're regaining control in a life where so much of it you feel is taken out of your hands, then for them that that some certainty is a little bit of strength for let them. I think a, that's what it comes from. Let me read you a tweet to this radio station that feeds my kids and pays my mortgage. But it, this radio station also encourages, or, or no. Let me phrase this carefully. This radio station also allows people to feel empowered to send tweets like this to this radio station. Stop all immigration, make Britain British again. Um, immigration from when? Like the Normans? Are they British enough? Um, what, and, and what's, who's British? I'm laughing because it's so sad. All I can do is teach my children, to quote Crosby, Stills, Nash and Indeed Young, teach my children. That's all I can do. All I can do is hope that the, 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 the positive message of, of love and, and uh, anti-hate that, uh, that, uh, that, that my two boys go and spread that. That's it. And I guess use this show for a mouthpiece. That's why I, I, I called out Jonathan for his awful, awful, awful um language and, and attitude earlier on. Really awful. I really hoped something... <laughs> Would have shifted there, but now he's doubling down in his 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 violent, violent as in the language, racism, misogyny, and threats of violence. And I guess I, we kind of have um, a responsibility to kind of call that out. And we do call it out, Catherine. We have, you know, we, I remember um, we got in trouble at the BBC in the past for not wanting some Islamic extremist on that was doing the rounds. I don't even remember his name, and that's fine. But we, we had this Islamic extremist booked on our show, and he, he was doing the rounds because yeah. everyone liked him because he created, quotes good radio. He made people phone up because he upset people. But here's the other thing. He didn't represent anyone but himself. Huh. And, and, and on the other extreme, there was, there was a far right, uh, uh, extremist that we, that was on our radio station all the time, refused to have him on the show. Refu I remember having a big argument, big argument. It's in Luton. Because there was an EDL march that Saturday. So they wanted me to talk about it on the breakfast show. I said, why? W why? Oh, we have to talk about it. I said, no, we don't. We don't. You publicise it. We, we, we're advertising. By, by saying this thing is happening, we're advertising it. We don't have to say anything. I know it says, you know, it's a local story. We don't have to say anything about it. No, and the way we thought of it was, if something happens, we'll then, comment on that. Then we report on that. We're not going to say, what by the way, What happened was tomorrow, about, what, what was it, like seven blokes turned up? Nothing happened. Something it was like rubbish. That. It was rubbish. Good. Anyway. Did, and we didn't have a hand in it, and it was great <laughs> to feel like that. Ah, oh, man, this is some show. We're clearing the decks tonight. Right, Becky, you are next, I promise. I've been saying that. For ages, and you've been waiting for ages. Then it's Lavinia. Then it's Noel Taylor. 0344-499-1000. This, bit windy pops, excuse me. Hello, computer. Is the late night alternative on talk radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in their dreams. On talk radio. 
so, well, let's go to Becky the Witch, because I've been promising her for ages, now I want to talk about something, um, uh, I think I've stumbled on a very bizarre fetish that I'm, I'm all set for. Becky! Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm okay, Becky. What have you got for us tonight, please? Oh, someone's just sent me a picture oh. of a woman sunbathing her, her, her bum hole. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Yes, thank you. Funny, oh, you should, okay. funny they should send that, because we already have it <laughs> in our favourites. Thank you, Walker. I'm joking. Yes, Becky! Yes, um, well, I wanted to talk to you about boundaries and binding spells as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you were talking about boundaries before, and I think Kat, Catherine said it very well um, before, just trying to recollect what she said. Yes. Um, about how you set boundaries to protect yourself, but yeah. also for other people as well, and that kind of, I really like what she said there. Uh, but also, I've got a binding spell as well. Yes, have it. That for you or anybody else can use. Okay, go on. What do we, what do we do? Does it involve contact lens solution and bicarb with soda? Because I'm making, <laughs> um, slime at the weekend, right, with my boys. And oh, they, really? Yeah, and they said, wow. they said you need contact lens solution and shaving foam. But then I looked online, there's all these different recipes. And the one I've gone for is I've got glittery glue, colored right. glittery glue, and, uh, contact lens solution and bicarb, and then what do you do? Do you just mix it? Yeah, mix it together. And that's slime. Mm-hmm. Jeez, kids are weird. Keeps I'm them amused. Slime, so I can't. Well, can't I will be making it this weekend, and I will be Monday show is a slime special. Slime special. I've got tubs and tubs of it at home. I haven't got a clue what to do with it. Uh, you, well, you have to scrape it off your um, orifices. You're orified, don't you? Because you've got a very... Here's the thing, Becky, and I shouldn't sh- say this, and I can't look at Catherine because she I, she swore me to secrecy, um, but she actually excretes... You know the glittery slime you buy in the shops? It comes from Catherine. Yeah. It excretes from <laughs> her different holes. Oh, my God. Her I'm, whole var... <laughs> I've heard you can buy these pills where you can ingest them and it makes you poo all glittery. Not necessary. That's what happens naturally. In fact, I don't poo. It's just glitter. Just poof. All right. Just a poof. It's on. like a rainbow of it. Hang on a minute. You can get glitter poo pills. Yeah. <laughs> Go straight to Amazon. I'm going to type in the phrase glitter poo. Don't do that. Just oh, my God. Don't do that. Just sprinkle some on it. If, you, if you're doing it to impress the boys. <laughs> this is called shit the glitter capsules. Christmas the is glamour coming. gift. Pack of ten. Oh my days. New shit the glitter. Um That's ten glitter pills. And let me read the description of this is incredible. Um it's got it's got some reviews. Horrible item, expensive for no reason. It's just glitter in a capsule that I should open after I finish my things in the bathroom. I can't help uh, things in the shitter shouldn't glitter. <laughs> um So hang on, do you eat it? No. I think you you sprinkle it on afterwards. You split, sprinkle it on. Here, oh, can, can anyone read German? He's, here are the instructions. Sam can read German. Je- Sam, um, can you open your mic? I'm going to read to you in German if you could translate. Obviously, it would be in brilliant German, so. Gemütlich aus Uetchen begeben. Unfortunately, I don't know many, like, uh, sorry, I don't know in, in the context of glittery shits. Die Ruhe genießen. Drei. An denen letzten Stück denken. Und die Energie. In deiner Hinterlassenschaften stecken. Oh, in your hinter what? Für im Anschluss entspannt ein STG-Pille nehmen und über den Haufen streuen. Fünf. You don't have to sound so angry reading, Jerry. Den Vorgang so lang wiederholen, bis du zufrieden bist. Sechs. Es 
Lieben und Thielen. Sieben. Lachen, spülen und deine Wege gehen. Über die Durchfall. Wenn jemand weiß, was das bedeutet, dann bitte. Durchfall bedeutet. Durchfall bedeutet Durchfall bedeutet Diarrhea. Das ist eines der vielen German Wörter, die ich erinnere. Ich habe wow. Durchfall. Okay. I don't be, think you're supposed to be eating. Be I don't think you're supposed to be eating these glitter pills. Hmm. But I read somewhere that you can buy these pills where you can ingest them and it makes you poo all glittery. There's a oh jar God. of it here. Um, um, Everyone, it... stop playing with poo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mum! Everyone out and wash Mom! your hands! Mum! <laughs> Jeez! Disgusting. Uh, Becky, let's have this spell, please. Yes, well, the ingredients of this isn't as isn't as interesting as uh, what you were pertaining to. Okay, you mean I'm okay. I'm so not pertaining on this show. Potato. No paper. Paper. Got paper. Yep. And or a photo of the person that you want to bind. When you say bind, do you mean like egg bound so they can't go to the toilet and use shit or glitter pills? (laughs) No. Is what's going to happen next is you send that photo to the police and they put what's known as a restraining order on them. What what do you mean by bind? a A binding spell is to restrict or... It can be control. Okay, well, I've got a picture here of Catherine. You're restricting, you're restricting what the person is doing. Okay, well, I want to restrict like Catherine's uh, speech. I will not be restrained. I will, I'm, I am, uh, it's not what I've heard. I've got a picture, I've got paper and I've got a picture of Catherine here. I'm more or less talking about the harassment that you've seen. Yeah, Catherine, yeah, yeah, Catherine, yeah. Person. I want to bind Catherine. What? Okay. Where this come from? I was thinking about that person who was harassing you in the DMs. And okay, you think about that person, don't I'm we- thinking about Catherine. Don't weaponise Becky against me, please. Let's do the spell, let's Everyone. do the spell, I want to do the spell. I've got a picture of Catherine. I, like I don't. I have to work <laughs> okay. with her. No. Here we go. Catherine, you- Catherine, Catherine sent me a picture when she gave blood. Yeah. Who cares? Very brave. Who, who cares? They, no, very telly-offy. Good. Which I think is rude Good. when I'm your giving blood, them something your, precious. Your, your blood is, your, no one's got your blood, who cares about your blood? Everyone can have my blood. Right, okay, let's give, okay. give me this spell now, because I want to bind Catherine. No, no, I'm just going to need some more of the ingredients. Oh, you Jesus. need a black string, or lace, or ribbon. A fat string? Black. Black. Jeez, where am I going to get a black string from? Well, you wear shoes, don't you? Yeah, I wear, I wear Chelsea boots. I wear, I wear Chelsea boots. Well, lace it. Um, Thank yeah. you very much for your call, Becky. Call back when you've got a spell that doesn't require black string. <laughs> Good evening, Lavinia. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to be back. No. I've got a better song for you. Yeah, go on. Loving ya is easy cause you're beautiful. Oh. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> she just made my balls explode. <laughs> and that's magic. Well, that's magic. My glass <laughs> balls, I should say. My glass <laughs> balls. If I had a testicle removed, yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. um, medical or fashion, mm. I would. if I would get the other one removed, and I'd have two glass balls so that when I walked, you'd hear them clack. Well, <laughs> when I was at university, one of my... run. When I was at university, one of my housemates had a brother who'd had his removed for cancer reasons. Okay. And she said he had prosthetics. And I assumed she meant, you know, that would slip on and off. No. Yeah. 
I would, um, put, um, Like party balls, Christmas I, balls. I would put, um, mini baby bells in my bollocks. <laughs> so if I got hungry, <laughs> I'd just un-velcro the flap and I'd get a mini baby bell out. Turns out it doesn't work like that. <laughs> anyway. Lavinia. Hello, hello. We've uh, done that bit! <laughs> oh, what I was going to say, um, I was just uh, listening to you earlier, uh, Catherine, and also yourself, Ian. About, yes, I know, um, we do a radio show together every night. Very good. We're the best. I know, my lovely uppity friends, I am aware of that. But what well, I'm you can't say, say the word uppity. Have you I know, mother. Do you not know? Well, do you not know what's going on in the world? Uppity is a very is a word with a lot of history, and it's got uh, well, David Holmes in trouble recently. Uh, well, this is what I'm actually trying to. This is what I'd like to explain to you, oh, Ian. Please don't. Please don't. Earlier, uh, 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 what you were saying there actually, uh, uh, we are going backwards. Yeah. But I would, I would like to tell you, we're going up, uppity. Why, Lavinia? 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 Why yeah. do you keep? Why do you keep? Just, just, just get to the point because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Why do you just keep saying the word uppity? Because I'm sick, also like yourself. You know, all this, um, you can't say this, you can't say this, and uh, people complaining about two guys having a There's, good no, time. No, 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 no. There's a big difference between um, two men dancing on a television program and people using uh, language that historically has been used to suppress people uh, of different ethnicities. Now, I'm sure that when Eamon, we're talking about Eamon Holmes, used the word uppity to describe Meghan Markle, I believe, on Good Morning Britain or, one of, or this morning, one of those programmes. Um, and unfortunately, uppity has very strong... The phrase that I have heard, and I heard it in a play starring my friend Alex Lowe, was uppity okay. on word, right? That's the phrase. That's the phrase. Now, I am not suggesting for one second that Eamon was using it in that context. I, I, I know Eamon, I like Eamon, I, 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 I do not think for one second he was using it in that context. But I do think people were right to call him out for it, um, for, for using that word, and also for using that word to describe a, a woman of colour, right? It is a word that is loaded with um, racist tones. I sometimes say the wrong word, right? I look forward to being called out when I say the wrong things because I want to learn. I don't want to say stuff that, I want to say stuff that offends people sometimes, but I want to control that offense. I don't want to um, accidentally offend any sexuality, any gender, any race, any religion by using antiquated language. So I, I would expect that Eamon was happy to be called out. Political correctness is what you're aiming at. All political correctness tries to do is level the playing field. That is it. So comparing someone you being called out for using the word uppity with two men dancing on um, the Strictly Come Dancing, it's completely, completely different. You're comparing the Empire State Building with a block of cheese. Okay, well, okay then, what I'd like to say then, uh, earlier you were saying uh, someone with a colour, like a woman with colour, what I'm going to say this now, I've had it called uh, to me, I've all... I've actually uh, uh, called it to my friends. When I say I've had it called to me, not in in a uh, uh, negative way, Ian, but more like in a fun way, positive. What? What? Posi um, well, I don't know. What have you been called positively? I, I'm slightly confused. They like like uppity. Yeah, yeah uppity. Like you, you know, you just up yourself. Or but I've never thought. 
for one minute, okay, it was well, a racist word. Well, I'm very, very happy to educate you. Are you, you white, Lavinia? Sorry? Uh, no, I, I'm sort of like in between. I'm sort of like, you know I mean? I'm like a glow, like a, I'm sort of like olive white. What's your heritage? What's your racial heritage, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I'm half and half, actually. I'm sort of like, um, half Irish and half English. Uh, what it is, I'm a, what you call, a, a mixture of all sorts. But so, so yeah? there are people of, of colour in your history? No, no. So no. you're white? What Yes, I'm white, but I've got can like I, a... Can I make a suggestion, yeah. Lavinia? Jesus Christ. If you can't see any problem with it, you're lucky, because you've never been abused with it. Right, but don't you think... Right, okay. But don't you think in this uh, toxic uh, world at the moment, yeah. everything is so hyped and negative, no. everybody's aggressive, this is... everybody wants to grab yeah. every yeah. little... So why not, uh, so why not have a little bit of understanding? If someone says that word is offensive, go, alright, okay, to be a bit more, a bit nicer to each other and to break the toxicity, you won't use it anymore. Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just so a I word, understand. right? To you, it's, to you it's just a word, to others it's a, it's a weapon, right? So yeah. just, what difference does it make to your life if you can't say that word anymore? It doesn't make any difference, does it? Just get rid of it. Uh, just, okay, did, did that you? I understand. And if I've offended you, Ian, or also Catherine, no, you, you know, I mean, it wasn't meant like that. No, I no. just thought well, it's better to go up than back because earlier, yeah. I mean, you were saying, look, what's happening? We're going backwards. Yeah, but here's another and, thing. Why dig what? your heels in? Why dig your heels in when it's something that makes no difference to you at all? Why did you, uh, what did you say there? Because <laughs> I don't understand it. I said, why dig your heels in when that word means what? nothing at all to you? And if it hurts, I, if it hurts someone else, why keep using it just because it means nothing to you? Because I think one person I heard the other day, one person had the ump over it, and I felt like saying, it's "Look, not, it's not just one don't person." Don't you think there's enough problems out there having just one word that you're escalating? All right, Lavinia, uh, Lavinia. What, 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 what if I sat? What if I sat here and started bandying the N word around? Well, that would be wrong. Totally why? wrong. Why is, why is that wrong? When you say the N-word, did you say the N-word? The N-word, N you know what I mean, for the yeah. rude word for uh, people of colour. Why is that wrong? Because it's just, that is, um, it's just It's just six that, letters, it's just a word. Why is the N-word wrong? Well, that is, you know, I would look at, like, that is uh, got no uh, 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 comparison with actually what I said. That it is does. insulting. It does. That is it humiliating does. the yeah. N-word. I wouldn't even dare say how, that. Hang on a minute. How come black people are allowed to say the N-word? Because... Uh, Do you see I what, what I'm trying to say? I'm not putting you on the spot, but it, it is... It, it, there can be nuances within language. I'm a white guy. I can't say the N-word. If a black person, person of colour, wants to own that word and say it, I can say it. That's fine. Maybe, you know, it does sometimes makes me a little uncomfortable. But that, I've not had centuries of of suppression being called that. And the same with the with the word uppity, right? To, to us, it might feel like nothing, um, but to some people, it is still seen as being as as be, how you would speak to black people years ago to say you are getting out of your you're, you got uh, um, you're bigger than your what's the phrase? Bigger than your boots. Too big for your boots. You're too big for your boots. You're an uppity yeah, N word. It's a bit, it's a bit like Ian as a white man saying he's got no problem with the word bitch. Yeah, but honestly, now to me, it sounds like a harsh thing to say to a woman. Yeah, but can I just say, honestly, I really feel in my heart that 
that word, I think, I think that particular word, uppity, or you're getting out of your boots, or you're getting uh, too big for yourself, uh, to me, that's actually uh, grasping at straws in a climate that we're living in. Do you know what makes it more toxic? People clinging on just because they've always got away with it in the past. And when people are telling you that are affected and are hurt by it and you don't listen because you think it doesn't it means nothing to you. That makes it more toxic. What is what is the problem with living here? Why living here? Why have you got the problem? Why, no, why you, let me finish the question, is, Lavinia. Let me finish the question. Yeah, go why on, are you finding on. it so difficult just to accept that some people find that word unpleasant and to let that word go? Why but do you find that so difficult? Because no, I from, your, from your from your vocabulary, forget everyone else. We can only be responsible for what we do. Why are you finding it so difficult to accept that some that the word upsets some people and to just let it go from your vocabulary? Okay, I will let it go, but the reason why I met, do you know what? I'm Don't just, be so angry about it. You've just lost no, a word that I bet you I, hardly ever used. No, no I'm sad. I'm not Don't angry. Don't be sad I'm about that. Oh, come on. Don't be so about stupid. what's happened in our beautiful, a wonderful world. Because people are tearing this world no, apart. Yeah, Lavinia, you're talking bollocks, love. They're not. Well, they are, but the way Thank that we you. can make the way that we can make the world better is by listening to people. Thank and you. I've, and I have listened to people, and I've heard that people don't like that word. Fine, it's gone. It's gone from my vocabulary. I don't, I don't think I've ever used it in my life. It's gone. But I'm not angry. Okay. I'm not upset with it. I'm, I'm grateful okay. to learn. Thank you. You're very welcome indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're all learning something tonight. Well, some of us are. This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Some show tonight. Some show tonight. Um, we're all learning a lot. Some of you didn't know that word was offensive. It it was big big story this week. Um... And uh, it's out there. And this is the thing. I get stuff wrong. I try not to because I try and listen. But language is evolving so quickly at the moment, which is great. It's what language does. It's why it's a joy. Um, and I'm a 46-year-old white privileged man. So um, it, 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 my mindset is slightly old-fashioned, however hip. I try and be kids. I'm old-fashioned, so I'm going to get things wrong. And I have got things wrong. And I've str- I struggle still with getting terms, particularly around trans issues, getting terms right. But if I get it wrong, I'm happy to be corrected, and my ears are always open. They're always open. And if there's someone says, you know, if a phrase, I mean, the word uppity has always been problematic, but if a phrase that I've used a lot becomes problematic, okay, I'll look at the evidence, I'll speak to the people it affects, and I'll probably get rid of it. I think it's quite a natural thing to be defensive when someone is suggesting you've got something wrong as an adult, right? Because as adults, we have to go out there and show the world that we're absolutely sure of it, right? But... It's no bad thing to listen to the person that's affected by something and modify. Because I am too young at 42 Mm. to be treated the way my grandparents were, which was, oh God, they're so racist, but ignore them, they're never going to change. I'm not done yet. I'm not done evolving. Oh, and by the way, there'll be tapes out there and videos of me saying stuff that today would be 
awful, would be career-ending. I'm sure it's out there, particularly in 11 o'clock show, and you could say, oh, it's context, it was 90s, it was, it was comedy. Whatever. Th- 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 I've said stuff pu- publicly and privately that w- w- would get me kicked out of any job. I'm, I'm a human. I'm, I'm perfectly imperfect. I'm learning. I'm evolving. I'm evolving. One more thing on that. There we go. And then we got Yanol, and then we got Michael. If your only defence is, oh, I didn't mean it like that, you're not listening. But you should put that on um, a silhouette of a Native American. Look I think that's a bit stereotypical, mate. It's all about kittens these days. No, Taylor! Hello, Ian. Hello, Taff. Hello. No. Hang on a second. Here we go. So someone says, so when someone doesn't like a word, then we should all not use it. So fat people saying they don't like the word fat. Ginger people saying they don't like the word ginger. That's from someone called a grumpy gooner. I mean, are, are why just, do you want to insult people? Are you are you just are you like trying to be thick, or is that just your default setting? Phone up because it's it's too phone up if you know how to use a telephone. No, Taylor. Your angry German was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh uh, well, it's not angry. That was my sexy German actually. <laughs> Um, I've got an exciting invention. Is it, um, a piece of crap that no one needs that anyone can do? No. Um, it's called a rug. A rug? I've mentioned it on the old show before. It's a returnable, it stands for a returnable universal container. Oh, yeah, Tupperware. Um, well, well, it can be plastic for microwaves and, and it'll be mainly made out of stainless steel for putting in your oven and on This is so that the food would be delivered from like your curry house or your Chinese or wherever and it would no. come in this pot and it would keep it warm and then you could turn the lid over and that would be the plate and then you'd eat it and then the curry house would come and collect it. Well remembered. But uh, it's it's everything. It's, it can Please don't say... Here, can I, here's my pet hate. Right. Yeah. Here's my pet hate. Go Catherine on. knows where Go I'm on. going with this. Go on. Can everyone... Please stop saying nothing and everything. Right? Stop it. It's everything. Okay. It's everything. Nothing. It's everything. Everything. Nothing. It's not everything. Yeah. Nothing. It's ev- okay at the end. Everything. Okay. Is a g. Everything. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So try it again. Everything. Then we go. Perfect. Be... We're there. Spot on. Away you go. Yeah. So um. Basically, it's it's like the, the, the extra large model will be uh, like a biscuit tin. Extra large model. So, what are we talking about? Kelly Brook, eh? Oh, you see that picture of her today <laughs> in a red bikini? Oh, wouldn't say no to that. Yes, son. Get in there. So just trying to make the show a little bit more lad friendly, Catherine. I think we're alienating the lad market. Yeah, life is so toxic. You can't say anything these days. Yeah. Anything. Can't can't say anything. But I'll tell you, what, I, 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 I would like to not do nothing with Kelly. You're right. So, that so looked like a, a strain. And it wasn't so it's a rook. And what yes. it does yes, is uh, uh, the method of it is that the you put the rooks into the used rooks okay. into a bag, yep, okay. a large bag, yes, sir. and the council will come and collect it hmm. and take it to storage units or what? defunct shops. Right. Defunct shops. Yeah. What? And, th- and then the, the, the manufacturer will come and collect it what? and clean it in the factory and reuse it. Dead. Have I ever told you the story of the penny lick? Oh. Yes. It's coming through there. So why well, are we still pursuing this, fool's errand? 
it's not coming through here, it's coming through there. Is it? Uh, it will, will be cleaned by, by chemical, chemically. You can yeah. do it right now, please. Sorry? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure whether I want to eat something that's been doused in chemicals. Flipping it. With water as well, Cuff. Chemicals A guzzler. Water. Mm. A guzzler. What are you beefing on about? Say hello, to, say, hello to, say hello to Dave, Noel. Hello, Dave. Yes? What are you beefing on about? I know that's a recorded message, Ian. I'm not stupid. There's Just shut your cow. I'm not stupid. Anyway, Dave, back to my invention. <laughs> in all seriousness, the governments could subsidise the making of this and but could no, say it, it helps save it. the planet. It doesn't... Did we do the 22 break? No, it doesn't... Why... Yes, uh, did. Is, okay, all right, fine. So, the, okay, so why are you telling us again? Because the, the, the clever method of it. So you've got the council coming to collect it. But you've told week. us all of this. No, no, I didn't mention about the council collecting well, it and taking it to storage units um, and then the, the manufacturers cleaning it chemically um, and with water. This sounds like a very expensive process. No, the council can't afford to come and take our bins every week. How come they're going to come and take our disposable rucks. plates? Rucks. The rucks. Because, ah, because the rook would be the only thing that would need to be recycled. That's why. Because it'd be made in various sizes. Do you want me to say the sizes? No. We'd get through no, them though, okay. wouldn't we? Sorry? You... We'd get through them like nobody's I'll business. I'll a rock in a minute with this guy. Yeah, you would. Right up his two... jacksie. So they'd be piled up. Need two bags. Two yeah. bags two a week. Yeah. Or even three. Who cares? The main thing is that councils won't have to recycle all of the things. It's a really slow process at the moment. I've watched them doing it, putting it in the van. Okay. All right, Noel, thanks, thanks. All right, Noel, thanks for your call. Bye. Let's go to Mike. Hello, Michael. Hi, I've got a three-word solution to your problem with the word uppity. Okay. It's called justice is blind, my friend. Everyone, what's rule for one is rule for all, ultimately. Sorry, what on earth are you talking about? It's principle of Western justice. Justice is blind. What's rule for one is rule okay, for all. Okay, what you're doing is you're just repeating the last thing that I didn't understand. In the scary voice. So, so just, just, just try and use different words. Uh, maybe I'm having a thick day. But just use different words and tell me what on earth you're talking about. Okay, outside, outside the, the palace of justice, we have like a woman with a blindfold on her eyes. Because justice is blind. It's the same so, rule for everyone, right. no matter what race you are. And what has that got to do with the word uppity? And try and try well, not if to get... Uh, Michael, if, if Michael, Michael, black man Michael, can't call me uppity Michael, then. Michael, try not to be so angry. Calm down for a second. So when, when did a black man call you uppity? Well, in, in theory, hypothetically, black mm. people now aren't allowed to call white people correct. uppity because... Uh, because justice is blind, Correct. my friend. Yeah, okay, stop, stop saying my friend, because that's really creepy, and you, you sound like the kind of person that I, I wouldn't want anywhere near any of my family, particularly the younger ones. Um, are you, are you bastard, you bastard, you real bastard, calling me a paedophile, well, live on air, thank you very much, No, just, a, ba just a bad influence. Stop, stop saying the swear words, please. Um, didn't call you a paedophile. Um, well, you, you said that you wouldn't want me around your younger ones. What exactly was that implying? I don't like angry people near my kids. That's what it's implying. I don't like very angry, racist people near my kids. That's what it is. How am I racist for asking for the same treatment for everyone? Black, How is that racist? Has a black... Please, could you just calm down, Michael? 
just calm down, mate. All right, we're having a conversation. You've got you've come on with a chip on your shoulder, and I want to I want to knock that chip off because you don't need it. Oh, you want to knock that chip off, do you? Justice is blind, my friend. What is rule for one is yes. rule for all. Exactly. Ultimately, yes. tough. Okay. Tough. Tough uh, shit. If that, stop. Can if, you stop swearing, or are you too thick? You're too thick to stop I've swearing. I've got a degree in maths, actually. <laughs> degree in maths. Okay. You're saying you haven't got a degree in manners in speak. I bet you haven't got a degree in maths. You don't know maths. I do what's from six? the University of Leicester. Oh! Michael dropped a C-bomb. Michael dropped a C-bomb. He can't do maths. The answer is 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 30. Not a C-bomb for ages. There was some, we let the B word go through, four B words. I apologise for that. I, I was going to dump, I thought we could kind of turn it around a little bit. I should have dumped those four B words. So I apologise to anyone that was offended by that. I, I wanted you to hear, what was his name, Michael? Mm. I wanted you to hear Michael's anger and Michael's passion. I made a bad call there. Should have dumped those B words. Sincerely apologise. You know that we we, we we push the boundaries a bit with language, but I think we probably went over a line there. I did drop the 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 the, the C bomb there. And here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. I wasn't calling him a paedophile. I don't like angry people around my children, and he was very very angry. Um, don't want him anywhere near my family. Here's the thing. When people phone up and say, "All right, all right, I won't call black people." this but they've got to stop calling me that as well okay well yeah okay fine okay okay fine the, the, the word uppity is gone all right it's gone i've never seen a, a person of color call a white person up I've, I've only ever seen the word used twice heard it once was in a play with my mate alex Lowe where he played a racist right and the other time was when i heard nick ferrari talking about it the other day that's it that's the only time right um so you're saying you wouldn't miss it? I wouldn't miss it. But also, I've never seen a person of colour. Could be wrong. Uh, Darren says, flipping heck, if Nigel phones in and sings Carrick Fergus, this show will have had everything. Nigel, please, we need you. Okay, fine. The, the rule works there, my friend. The rule works there. Slightly different because, of course, black people have had centuries of oppression and uh, slavery, particularly from the West, particularly from from Britain. I know, I know, we were one of the first to to abolish slavery, but we were also one of the first to get into it. And so many of the institutions that we we use now were financed by slavery. But okay, fine. You can't say it to a person of color; they can't say it to you. Fine. We sorted. Next. Is everyone happy? Next. It, also, the premise is right. Justice should be blind. <laughs> we know sometimes in the past it hasn't been. My friend! But it should be. My friend! But what we're talking about is society. So now do justice. And society at the moment is not fair. I'm sorry if the shuffle around offends you or makes you feel <laughs> less in charge. And he called me a C-word because he couldn't do six times five despite having a degree from Leicester University, former Polytechnic. I think what he thought he was going to do is come on, spout his whatever that was. Racist and, bullshine. And um, and that would be the end of it. And everyone go, oh yeah, good point. <laughs> How are you going to make a podcast out of this? Because this is like, this is all gold, man. It's all going in at this point. This is all gold. The thing there, I would be quite happy for someone with very little intelligence to phone up and say, all right, hang, whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. If I can't call a black person uppity, they can't call me it, right? 
kind of. I'd be, I, that, I mean, that's a dumb thing to, to ask, because the answer is obviously yes, but I would be happy to have that conversation, right, and explain it, because some people don't get all of this. I go, yeah, of course, that's fair enough. But it was the aggression, straight from the out. He thought he had something. Yeah. He does not want <coughs> people like that. Do not want black people to have a freedom that we, the indigenous whites of this country, can't have. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, we've had years. Dude, I'm guessing you're a white man. I'm a white man. We've had years of being the kingpin. Whether right or wrongly, wrongly mainly, we've had years. Let's just even the playing field a little bit. That's it. If we get rid of a couple of words, who cares? Who cares? Are you upset? <coughs> Becky's hex work. <laughs> Are you upset that we can't say the P word anymore? Do you miss the P word? Do you miss the M word? I'm not going to miss uppity. And um, if the answer is, yeah, because it's just words to me, it's because they've never been used as a weapon against you. So I suggest you check Have the privilege. Have you water out there, Sam? There's nothing out there. Right, let, let, Catherine, can you, this is Anthony. I'm, I'm here, but I'm just choking a little bit. So <laughs> you, talk, you talk to Anthony. Oh, Anthony, hello. Hello, Yaris. I'm all right, Anthony. What's going on with you? <coughs> uh, I, I rang up past couple of nights. So, uh, I was wanting to talk to Ian about um, about how he's done his detox. Of course, you did. Um, Thank you. And first of all, though, I've got a, a, a hard thing to tell you. Right? Um, have you ever heard of the Darwin Awards? Yes. Uh, there's one here right, called Drinky Pool, right? Um, a bloke called Michael Warner of Texas died after a sherry enema. A what enema? <laughs> a sherry, a sherry enema. Wow. You couldn't, you, you couldn't drink, you couldn't drink at all anymore. So he used to get his wife to um, put it up his hind end. Why couldn't he drink it anymore? Uh, I got out was um, that is because it looks. Um, people, there is a thing. Yeah, where you burn the inside of your throat. No, where people f would freeze like vodka lollipops and shove them up your bum hole because the the, the skin. On the inside of your anus is very thin. Yeah, it's the thinnest. Surely you get freezer burn. Well, it's the thinnest skin on the body, so it absorbs uh -oh. stuff. Absorbs alcohol and, and cocaine chemicals very, very quickly, very quickly. So they would put like frozen um, vodka ice lollies up their bum and just get off their face within seconds. Within well, you seconds. get you, you get certain meds that kind of bad, and you know what I mean. Yeah, right. the, the French are obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my sister went to the uh, on the French exchange and she had a she had a cold or something. She went to get a decongestant. It was a pellet. They do love it. They do love that, yeah, don't they? Yeah. Dirty, dirty, dirty French. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anthony, what would you like to know, sir? I what it is. Um, I, I've it done residential rehab twice, right? Thank you very much. Uh, I've, I've been I've been stuck in the, the addiction circle for way too long. Uh, it started recreational, <coughs> rapes, uh, moved on to hard, 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 hard oh, drugs. Um, I've been in residential twice and succeeded twice, but the problem was uh, both times I went, I got into a uh, codependent relationship yeah. with, with a lass, <coughs> which isn't allowed. So when we got to the end of our six month residential, we're meant to go into re entry, which is like a halfway house, and my man da let we go and stop at their house instead and um just follow we'll the rules just follow the follow their suggestions that, that, that's the thing I, i've run out of funding now um 
<laughs> and I, I'm go, I go to 12 Steps, right. uh, and I go to Narcotics Anonymous. What are you taking now? Uh, just methadone. Okay. And now, now and then, uh, now and then, I'll have um, tomato palm for sleep. Okay. But very, very, very rarely. Well, stop taking tomazepam and speak to your doctor about reducing your dosage. Coming off of um, methadone is a very long and slow process and should be done under medical supervision. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that, that's why okay. I, I was wanting to do in the residential again because uh, doing it outside, it's just too easy to walk on the corner and you don't need, don't need, need money. I can just get it on tick, you know what I mean? I, I don't know uh, what to, I don't know what to say, Anthony, because nah, you have you have the solution. You have the solution in the palm of your hand. Mm. I'm I'm now on Twitter as well. I'm, I'm, you're, you're laughing, you know, I've, I've been grieving heavily for <clears> the past five years. A lot me me friends from when were like kids like They've all, me, me five main best mates have all ODed in the past, uh, we actually six year. Um, they've all went over and, um, passed on. Right. Uh, that, so that, that's kind of been my excuse for relapsing a few okay. times. Well, you know it's an excuse. It, it is, I read to you know it's an excuse. You know what to do. You're, you, you know what to do. If you want to stop, you need to get help. Um, are there other people in the twelve step in the meetings you go? Ha, in, are there other people in the meetings you go to that are off methadone? Aye, aye. But do you talk to them and ask them how they did it? Aye, uh, they all done it in residential. All of them did it in residential. Aye, aye. Okay, well, there are other ways to do it. Have you got a sponsor? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, go and get a sponsor. I got to make <laughs> a phone call tomorrow and ask someone um, to either be a sponsor or if they know a sponsor. Well, I've got a key worker, and I'm busy it's changing. It's not the I'm same thing. I'm busy changing. And, Anthony, uh, I'm hearing excuses, man. You need to say that nothing changes if, if you don't change anything. Now, hang on, what's the phrase? Nothing changes if nothing changes. You've got to change some stuff. You've got to start doing some stuff. Go, uh, and, get, go, uh, and, get a, go and get a sponsor. Go and speak to your GP. I've got... Uh, I've got an arthritis thing going on why, as well. Why, you, why, you, why you give... What I'm hearing, with respect... What I'm hearing are excuses, man. I tell you what I've just done. I've just I've just come off tramadol. That's brilliant. Great. Okay, fine. Well, now now with a GP's um, uh, guidance, mm -hmm. slowly work your way off of methadone. And it takes a long time, man. I'm not. I know it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. And I'm so grateful that I didn't do methadone and heroin and all of that because I've seen people coming off it. It's tough, man, and it can take years. Uh, but you, you, you've got to do some action. I, I, you know, okay, you're grieving for people five years ago. I get it. You've got arthritis. Yeah, I get it. But, 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 but they sound like excuses to me, Anthony. If you want, they, if you they, want to stop, you know what to do. They, they sound like excuses. Now, now I'm seeing that on to you, they do sound like total excuses. Uh, you're, you're totally. Re you can I, do I'm this. Just, you can I'm do just this. Gonna I'm just going to stick it on me, Annie, um, and I, I will be ringing you back, but uh, next, time, next time I ring up, I'll be on a more positive note. Well, Anthony, listen, I've got to go, because I'm so late for the news, I didn't see the time. Call in about anything, man. I'm happy to talk to you about drugs and stuff. <clears throat> but, um, 
you, 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 nothing changes unless something changes. You, you've got to start doing some stuff. Right? I got phone up someone I don't know tomorrow and say, I'm looking for a sponsor. Can you help or do you know anyone? I hate doing that. It's like asking a girl out. <clears throat> but I'll do it. You know, I'll do it because I need to start doing some more work. And you can do this. Uh, a grumpy gooner's loving the show tonight. Um, uh, really enjoying the show tonight. It's really making me think. Well, that's what we're here for, a grumpy gooner, is to help um, idiots like you think. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Time lives our lives with us, walks side by side with us. Time is so far from us, but time is among us. Time is ahead of us, above and below us, is standing beside us and looking down on us. When we were young and our bodies were strong, we thought we'd sail into sunsets when our time came along. Now that we're nearing the end of the line, time has changed, time will heal, time will mend and conceal. In the end, everything will be fine. Time will heal all the hate, all in good time We go on, drifting on, dreaming dreams, telling lies Generally wasting our time Suddenly it's too late, time has come and can't wait There's no more time Everybody just cool out. <laughs> oh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. There's the kinks. There's the king. I don't want from the kinks. Number, uh, in like a bullet. In with a bullet. the kinks. Number 62 in the hip read. All the way up, uh, from uh, last week it was a number 89. This week it's in with a bullet. Number 60, 15. Number top 10 hit. The kinks. And the late newest one from the kinks. Those four crazy guys. From Liverpool, Manchester in England, uh, those guys and the kinks will be over, will be joining us next week, live, uh, via, uh, tele- telephone line. It's, uh, but coming up next, we got a new one. It's a new one, and it's from four crazy guys. You're gonna like this, all the way from the Mersey Beat. It's the kinks, live. They'll be joining us next week, number 62, in the bullets, the kinks. I could have been a, an American DJ in the 60s. If you'd have been American and around <clears> in the 60s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, Lots of racists offended tonight. Aren't they? It's only words, guys. God, I can't say anything. It's only words. I can't say anything. And words are all I have. What can I say? To belittle people of colour. <laughs> You're right. You can't say anything. Which is why we struggle. 
to fill three hours of radio every night because you just can't say anything. We just have to scrape up the words that are are allowed. Here's what you can't say. Can't say the N word, can't say the P word, certainly can't say the C word, Michael. Um, uppity, we're, uh, we're getting rid of. Um, the D word. Uh, Which D word? The racist one. We, I think we know the words yeah. that we can't say. Yeah, somehow, somehow, we still might. Here's the thing, if you want to say the N word and you want to say the P word and you you can say it. Yeah. You can say it. I don't know why you'd want to say it, but you can say it. And there's, I w- but there's consequences. Yeah, you, you'll be considered a dickhead by most people. Yeah, there's consequences. There's consequences. And the consequences will be I'm going to come and push a dirty nappy through your letterbox. While wearing it. While wearing it. Good evening, Julie. Good evening. I had no idea about the racist connotations because I only frame of reference I had was the Mister Men book. Yeah, yeah, there was a Mister Opti who was um, yeah. brown, purple in later issues. I think that was yeah. probably thought, a, co- uh, a coincidence. He's wearing a top hat and a mo- monocle. I thought it was associated with like upper upper classes. Upper, upper, but now I know. I'm, I'm thankful that um, I'm aware of that. Thank but you very also, much. who okay. gets to throw Uppity around? Uppity suggests that someone is beneath you. And exactly. needs pushing back down there again. What kind of world do we live in where we use that? A terrible world, Cap. A terrible, terrible world. Terrible world. Exactly. Terrible world. You now can't my, say my anything chums. these days. My chums, I've just come back from my local pub quiz. Oh, yeah. What where um, I've got five lyrics questions that I thought you might like to have a go at. Did you get them right? Yes. Okay, that's, that would be easy. There was, there was eight of us on the team. Okay. But I got most of them. Okay. Um, so they're from all genres, all, um, what's the word, eras. Okay. So here's the first one. Do it. Not a word from your lips. No. You just took for granted that I want a skinny bit. Not a word Wait, from it. your lips. You just took for granted. I know. I know. I, I know what it is. Dip. I know what it is. We one? don't have to take a... Close off <laughs> to have a good time. Got it. Oh, absolutely. no. Absolutely. Exactly what I was singing. Exactly what I was singing. Well I was singing it first. Okay. Well, well I'm Ian as well. It didn't sound like that. <laughs> did you hear that? Sounded right. Did you hear that? Sam, when you got a minute, click back 30 seconds and just play her saying, um, well, I'm hoping it was well done. Cause it didn't sound like well done to me. <laughs> well. Let's have number two. Oh, God. Um, the second one is... Um, oh they do it on Canberra Sands. They do it at Waikiki. They do it on Canberra Sands. They do it in Waikiki. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, I missed that word. And I go, da 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 that doesn't even go like that. Falling muscles from shells. Exactly like I haven't got that far yet. God, you didn't get there either. <laughs> Excellent. That's two for two. Yes. Next one. The club isn't the best place to find a love. So the bar is where I'll meet. It's uh, Ed Sheeran. Oh, well I'm glad I didn't get that one. I'm in love with your bud. I heard a load of uh, seven-year-olds singing that. That was most inappropriate. Oh, and the whole <laughs> lot of the parents were laughing their heads off. <laughs> Shape of you, Ed Sheeran. Yes, mate. Easy. Okay, number four. Um, is stay with me, my love. I hope you'll always be right here by my side if I ever need you. 
Stay with me, my love. I hope you'll be with me if I ever need you. Do you know this because you pay me off? Stay with me, my love. Sam, have you got that clip? Everyone be quiet. Sam, play me this, play me this clip. Because I heard something. I heard something. Here it comes. Uh, I was was singing it first. Okay. Well done, Ian, as well. (laughs) Okay, I thought you sounded like she said, well, well, listen well, again. Well, 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 I want to touch your bum. No, it doesn't go like that. Stay oh, I don't me. know. He's putting Stay me on. Stay with me, my love. I hope you'll always be by my side so we can make love. All right, shut up. What this is, is this? This is what I've written in Catherine's Christmas it card is. this year. It stays with me, my love. I hope you'll we'll always, always be right. It's you um, Genesis. It. You don't get it now, Catherine. <laughs> Genesis. You don't get it. It doesn't count. Uh, no. Follow you, follow me. Yeah. No such song. Yeah, it is. No, so Next one. That was, a t- that was a tough one. My mother-in-law got that one. Next one. And and then, are you just calling uh, us because Martin Kellner's not on? Is that why we're getting the <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Outrageous. And then the last one is, <clears throat> my baby moves at midnight, goes right on to the dawn. My woman takes me higher. My oh. woman keeps me warm. My, my woman, woman takes me higher. My, my woman, woman keeps me warm. What you doing on your back? Ha! Uh, <laughs> you should be dancing the Brothers Gib Bee Gees. Yes! Julie, thank, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Paul, stay there. Tony, stay there. This is a really hip and happening sh- sh- This is in 1965 and we got the Beatles coming live to you from JFK, John F. John Fitzgerald Kennedy Airport in New York City. We're going to be going live to their uh, hotel on Fifth Avenue where we got the Beatles, John, Paul, John, and Ringo coming up on Tom Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, driving in, uh, looking at people, found people fascinating. I saw a woman um, <clears throat> on the pavement. You know, I don't want to be rude, but nothing special. You know, in terms of looks, and this is going to sound, but in terms of looks, you know, nothing special. But she had the sexiest, fittest, hottest nose I've ever seen. It was amazing. I know. It was amazing, right? I don't want to be be rude, but there's no other way of saying it. You know, an average face. There's nothing... Wasn't beautiful, wasn't ugly. It was just, you know, a nice face. But her nose, my God, it was so thick. What was special about it? I don't know. Super pointy. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is statuesque. I've never seen a nose like it. And I was just staring. I was going, my God, I want. I really, I desire that nose. I was lusting after her nose, right? And I've never. I like a nose, you know, I like, but I've never lusted after a nose before. So then I came in and I looked at one of the leading pornography sites, Pornhub. For research purposes. Yeah, I found it on your laptop. What? And um, typed in nose. 
There's some freaky... I'm more of an ex-hamster girl myself. There's... <laughs> There's some freaky shiz out there. Yeah, and not noses. freaky like you would think. Like nose picking is but, a thing but, on Pornhub. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you're going to pick your nose, I want to see... If you're going to be doing it to be dirty... And I think that's kind of the point of that site, isn't it, right? Yeah. Have a good old rummage. <laughs> this girl was just like inserting a finger and then removing it. Um, there were some other... Uh, like, like whack-a-mole. <laughs> uh, there, there, there was some other, just some rather disgusting stuff. <laughs> um, but, uh, so noses are things. I'm, I've joined an elite crew of, uh, Quanasuers. Perverts. No, 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 no. Quanasuers. Deviants. Um, connoisseurs who like the nose. So if you want to, you know, I like the nose. That's all I'm going to say. Well, the lucky thing about that is everyone, generally everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody has actually, so you've embarrassed yourself. I said generally. Okay, well, that's uh, incorrect. With my words and my tools incorrect. and my weapons. Incorrect. Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. What are you talking about? You just said noses and things. Tony, I'll tell you what, why don't you take whatever it is in your mouth out and speak clearly into the phone, because all I heard was... Can you hear me? Not really, no. Okay. Can you hear me now? A bit better. It's very muffled. Is it? Huh? Okay, bear with. Come back to me in a second, then. Please? Well, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll come back. Let's go. Oh, jeez. Hello, Paul. Hello, how are you both? Nice to hear you tonight. To hear you nice. Right, let's have a sing-off. <laughs> go on, then. Come on, then. Okay. James Brown. I feel good. <laughs> I knew that I would now. <laughs> I feel good. I feel so good. So good. Oh. So good. Oh. I got you. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Your turn. Come on. Bring it on. Okay. Uh, coming up next, it's the Beatles. We'll shake it up, baby, now. Now. Come on, baby. Shake it, twist and shout. Twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, I'm now. Come on, baby. You wanna make me wanna twist and shout. Twist and I wanna challenge the lady to sing okay. a high voice. Go on, man, you challenge her, Paul. Come on, how high can you go? Talking to you, you're the lady in this scenario. You're the lady, come on. Come on, lady. <laughs> you make me feel brand new. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, Paul. About I want one. This one. This one. Yeah, man. This one. We're walking in the air. Okay, that's creepy. I I want to hear you slow it down, Paul. I want to hear you slow it down. Nice. What about Louis Louis Armstrong? Yes. The colors of the rainbow <laughs> are so pretty in the skies. You sound like um... also on the faces of people going by. Right, pretend you're Rocky. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Right, I'm your, I'm your manager. Right. You're gonna be the contender, Rocky. Okay. Um. Okay. I mean, that was weird. Yeah. 
But it filled in the time that it we was, needed for... It was well-intentioned, weird. It was, I mean, it was good, very entertaining. Yes, Tony? Can you hear me now? Yes! Right, fantastic. So a few points mm -hmm. I'd like to, I'd like to raise that with been, you guys. That have been missed in the argument so far, yes? Yeah, okay. So number one, some of them have been covered while I've been on hold, so... Well then, push them to one you, side. You said noses are things. Yeah. You're correct, noses are things. Um, you saw a nose while you were walking down the road. I saw a man with a tail walking down the road the other day, like a full-on fox's tail, hanging out his trousers. That was weird. Um, I actually phoned up to do like a pop quiz. I thought I'm going to lighten the mood. I'll do a little pop quiz, read out some lyrics or spit no, some you, lyrics, you and you'll get the song. You did not think that, dude. I texted you about ten minutes ago saying I'm going to do that, and then the evil woman did it while I've been on hold. Hang on a second. We'll look, we're going to look at the history of texts. Read the text, bro. Right. There's one from. Um, did you just send me Mate. a text saying try me now? Yeah. Right, okay. Because you couldn't hear me. Then there's a text from 11.54 saying effing hell. Let's do a pop quiz. No, it <laughs> says, no, it says 11.54 effing hell, then 11.28 Ian, then 11, th 10.33, that was the final straw, and then if you do not <laughs> reply or come round tonight for coffee, I will troll you forever. So no, you weren't going to do a quiz. Yeah, that's rude. Don't dare accuse me of lying. Well, you're not, but you're lying. I have actual evidence to prove that you're lying. Oh. Anyway, so, so what do you want to talk about? Um, I can't do the pop quiz anymore. What's happening? Uh, let's talk about... Oh, ah, no, we can talk about... Do you sound the sort? Do you have any experience of having your teeth whitened? Yes. Tell me about it. What do you want to know? I'm thinking of getting it done. Do it. So, the way you want to do it, you go and have it done, and they put get, like, moulds that you keep forever. So, the moulds are what cost money, and then you can just buy this little goo you put in and do it whenever you want. But I've never done it. They're like... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Catherine, do you want to spot out the inconsistency in this you, story, Detective? You never did it. No, I did it. Sorry, apologies. I did <laughs> it. And then you can do it again when, like, whenever you want. So, you've got did these you, really expensive moulds. Did you do it, or did you never, never do it? Like, you said, you never did it. Oh my god! Okay, I did it initially, but you said you but I've never not did it. the process since, despite buying the very expensive moulds to repeat it how at much, my leisure whenever much, I wanted to do how it. How much? I've uh, not repeated how much, it. How much are the moulds? About three hundred. Get Wait, That doesn't sound right. Three hundred of your earth pounds. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound right. We uh, get it done by a day. I'll send you a photo, mate. Of your teeth? No, thanks. No, not of my teeth. Of what? A dentist? I know what a dentist looks like. Oh, I don't know. I'll send you a photo of whatever you want, to be honest. Okay, thanks very much for your call, Tony. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number. Which brings us like... back to our initial comments about boundaries. I would like to get my teeth whitened because they're yellow. They're not that bad. Um. What am I supposed to say? No, they are. They are my teeth. Oh, I hate my teeth. I've got a real problem with my teeth, the way they look and... Oh, it's disgusting. Um, and it's really achy. You know, I have my wisdom tooth taken out. It's like really aching today. Um, I think it's a phantom tooth. I've got a phantom it's tooth. A bit still coming out. There is a little bit still coming out. Yeah, yeah it's been a bit coming out for about the last three months. Um, so we talked about teeth whitening. These are my notes, right? Twitter, done that. 200 gay protests, done that. Sexy nose, done that. Teeth whitened, 
Done that. Sorted. Sorted. Do you want to do bomb sunning? Um, yeah, let's do bum sunning. Is this actually a thing? Woman claims her bizarre bum sunning ritual is a key to better sleep and boosts energy, but doctors have warned against it. Yeah, I mean, you didn't want to stump with you, bum <laughs> Megan, you seen this picture, Sam? Bum sunning, it's incredible. It's exactly what you think it is. Megan from California went viral after posting a picture of herself on Instagram, practicing what she described as (laughs) perineum sunning. Okay. Taint, getting some sun to a taint. Mm -hmm. Shows her lying on her back (coughs) naked whilst holding her feet with her legs in the air and her butt facing the sun at Joshua Tree National Park in California. Oh, that's a protest against the U2. The self-proclaimed he, who goes by <coughs> metaphysical Megan on social media, says it was part of her daily rising routine and that she's even ditched her morning coffee for the practice, probably just as well. This is a recording of her, um, <coughs> suntanning her ass. Megan claimed that just 30 seconds of sun on her perineum, which is the Ooh, area between your anus one. and your vulva, ladies. Okay. Or between your yeah, bum, bum your balls, where, gents. Where, what's your car got to do with it? <laughs> Was the equivalent to spending a day in the sun fully clothed. 30 seconds. <laughs> so describe how she does it. She lays on her back. Holding her feet, legs in the air. Legs akimbo. So she pulls her legs back and her, her ass cheeks. Wide open. <laughs> Supposing a snake gets up there. I imagine. Supposing a hiker. A rattler. <laughs> Supposing the naked hiker comes, oh, just, just end that sentence there. But but then he, he trips over and falls inside her. In her post on October 21st, she explained that this was an ancient Taoist practice. It's been around for a while, for a while, no specifics. She said that in the three weeks she'd been trying it out, she'd noticed she had surges of energy almost immediately. <sighs> Does it work? Does it work if you get someone to shine a torch on your ass? Because <laughs> Kath, I'm up for giving that a go right now. Put a, put a flashlight up my bum. I think you need the rays, man. Okay. Megan also suggested she had better sleep, better connection to her sexual energy, and Jesus. control of my life force. Oh man. She also added she had more creativity flowing through her life. <laughs> And it attracted her soul tribe, or people who are on the same wavelength as her soul tribe. Megan added, This is truly more energizing than slamming cups of coffee, and is a great alternative to consuming neurotoxic coffee and caffeine that can disrupt your adrenal gland health. In another post on November 12th, she responded to comments she'd received about the practice since her initial post. She wrote, Pernayan sunning is an ancient Taoist practice that originated in the Far East. In Taoism, the Pernayam, or Hui Yin, is called the gate of life and death. The is big it, yin. That's the, uh, the Billy Conley. Yin. Oh, the Hui Yin. The, big the Hui yin. yin. you got the big yin and you the got the Hui Yin. Okay. All right, fine. This is a gateway it. where energy enters and gateway. exits the body. Oh. In this caption, she also claimed that it strengthens the organs, aids in healthy libido, and regulates we, the circadian rhythm and promotes deeper sleep. We don't know that it doesn't, though. And you're giggling. I was giggling. I'm, 30 I'm, seconds, leg the Kimbo is not going to do all this. I've tried. <laughs> she had, admittedly not in the sun. She added, my experience with perineum sunning has been profound. You should do, um, uh, like a classic 
page three calendar where like you're pushing <laughs> your boobs up. <laughs> you should do that. Is that and that difficult shot where you manage to get your bum and your boobs in? Yeah, yeah, you should do that. I mean, it's easier for you. you just... What? Huh? Hmm. What are you saying? Nothing. Well, you show me and I'll copy. Burn. I don't know what it means. So it's, it, it, I'm so stupid that I don't understand it, so it's not a burn, so you burnt yourself. Well. You sunburnt your perineum. <laughs> I would not. Do you know what? Topless mm. sunbathing and this completely out for me because I'm so white, I'm virtually see-through and it's just more skin to burn. If I had my own island and uh, I was knew that I was safe from harm... I'd be running around that naked. Really? Yeah, I would actually. Last just, we my, spoke... just my flip-flops. <laughs> They're not that bad. Um, last we spoke about this, you said you were never nude. No, but this is this is in front of people and in the Western world. I'm talking about in the Eastern world. At home, are you? Do you walk around? Do you stride around in the buff? I I I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I got into bed last night without any pants on. I thought. Did no. you worry about a fire? I always do. No, no. My mum always says, "What if there's a fire?" <laughs> no, I don't worry. I don't worry about that. Um, I. Uh, I was in a hotel it? once where there was a fire, and I had to put some clothes on. I'm going to start being naked. Why? I can't now because I've got the bills around. <laughs> Patrick, unless they the, they get naked as well. <laughs> ah, you know, it might, maybe it will work. I think that's against health and safety. It probably is. There's a lot of sanding going on. <laughs> um, you don't want grout down that. A, have you finished? No, not okay. nearly done. Then let's take a, let's take play a commercial for one of our esteemed colleagues, whoever oh. it is. We're going to imagine them naked, sunning their perineum. You ready? This is Talk Radio. Les is the ballad of Eamon Holmes, OBE. Well, he started in telly back in 79, did the farming news for quite some time. The first year they had him counting cows and... Well, I'm out of the way, for your life. <gasps> Let's In 93, got the breakfast gig on GMT. I was shocked. He made his throne the most famous sofa in the land. Uh, Hello. This is more like it. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. She added, my experience with perineum sunning has been profound. I've been practicing this for a few months now. I start my day with five minutes of perineum sunning and I feel energized for hours. Cue pictures, slightly pervy pictures, one of which where she's doing tree pose and she's managed to angle the sun between her legs. It's, um, yeah, Maybe she trapped is, it in there. Yeah. I no longer Maybe rely... Maybe chakra's dropped out. <laughs> oh my God. Possible. You can pass your chakra. I no longer rely on coffee for energy to start my day because I'm getting my energy from the sun. I'm also experiencing better sleep and require less sleep due to a boost of overall energy. I think there's something in this, right? Because we've talked well, about... Well, the next bit is unfounded claims and talks about doctors. Well, forget those guys. What do they know? We have talked about... We know that sad, seasonally uh, affected... Disorder, disease, yeah. Disorder is a thing. That yeah. When it gets darker, people, some people yeah. get more depressed because of the lack of sun, yeah. sunshine, sunlight, okay? So having sunlight actually go up your bum hole... <laughs> For 30 seconds. We talked, we talked about how the skin between the anus and the inside of your body yes. is the thinnest anywhere. And if you shove a frozen vodka lolly up your bum, Don't you get that. drunk in seconds. Yeah. Seconds. People, um, Stevie Nicks would have cocaine blown up a uh, bean hole. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact. Imagine being the guy on tour whose job is to blow cocaine, is to blow cocaine up Stevie Nicks's yeah. bean hole. Yeah. What a gig! 
Um, and that's true. People would do that. I tried it once. Nothing really happened. I thought, what? What Stevie Nicks? Do you no, mind? No, I had to do it myself. So I had to get. I had to join together those a baby hose. straws. The hose. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so, why are you talking about, why Steve Nicks' beanhole, cocaine blowing up there, working there? Skin is thin. Skin is thin. You want to get some facts so, of 50 on that bad so boy. So, you know that sunshine on your face, sunshine on a rainy day yeah. makes my soul, makes my soul trip, trip, it's trip away. It's good for away. you, vitamin D. It's good for you, right? Yeah. So, surely, opening your, um, your, your back passage and letting the sun shine in to quote hair, the musical hair, which <laughs> I'm a big fan of and so are you, that... Actually, probably something in that. 30 seconds of sun up your sphincter it's, is not going to make no, you a better person. It's like, all right, the sun in your face is like slow cooking lamb. Sun up your bum is like putting in a ready meal in the microwave. Ding! It's done. It's done. There we go. I would recommend this to anyone who's seeking optimal health and wellness and to those looking to connect with their sexual energy in a balanced way. The main advice I have that this practice is meant to be done in the time of 30 seconds to 5 minutes max in the sun. She concludes the intention is not to tan your butthole and worryingly added that sunscreen is not required. But experts warn her claims are unfounded and in fact could increase your risk of skin cancer on your beanhole. Dr. Diana Gall from Doctor For You told Insider... There is no evidence that sunbathing in this way has any effect on physical well-being. Sunbathing this way. <laughs> the sun shining. Let the sun shine in your bean hole. Your Shamir Patel, founder of Chemist for You, said that while the healer is only promoting 30 seconds of irregular sun exposure, a sustained period of doing so could lead to long-term sun damage. You get a wrinkly orifice. He added that well, while... You know, you know when you see like an old lady yeah. that lives in Spain and smokes fags, you know the state of her mouth? Yeah. Well, that's what happens to your bum hole. He added that while vitamin no D is essential that. for healthy bones, teeth and muscles, there are easier ways, such as going for a walk in the sun or taking a supplement. <laughs> These doctors, though, they, do, they don't know everything. And we're discovering now, actually, that conventional medicine is is way, way behind the curve of, of our Indian forefathers and the technology that we uh, brought with us from Mars. 0344, are you finished now, please? I think so, yeah. Uh, a Florida man ended up on the wrong side of the law after he was caught performing a lewd act with a stuffed animal. Be careful. 19-year-old Sean Johnson, he's a baby really, allegedly took to, took a stuffed toy horse from a shelf uh, in a store and made his way to the bedding area where he used the animal to masturbate. Masturbate. Mazda. The, um, but, uh, the guys, hey, hey, I saw a guy making love to his car the other day. Yeah, he was masturbating. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, um, well, I, I, I saw a guy uh, 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 in New York uh, making love to his car. Uh, uh, he was masturbating. Um, the incident, which was watched by employees on CCTV, they watched it, showed the young man complete the act before leaving the horse in a bag on a bed and quickly exiting the building. Cast aside. The police report filed said that Johnson had selected a brown, tan and red stuffed horse from the clearance <laughs> shelf in the garden department. Need the detail. He then pulled out his genital, which was in an aroused state. His genital. And proceeded to hump the stuffed animal until he achieved an orgasm. 
Johnson was arrested shortly after the event and in a written statement admitted that he had committed a horrible act. I did a mentionables to a stuffed animal, he wrote. I need to think before what I do. I'm extremely sorry. Wow. Getting a little bit horny, the show, so we're just going to tone it down a bit. Play some adverts. going to tone things down a little bit because it's getting a little bit too sexy. Capish? Yeah. Talk radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. DMing Megan on Instagram. Insta, IG, so excuse me, I call it IG. Um, and um, seeing if she'll come on, talk about her sun bum. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, thousand, seven, for them if you want to. Uh... Oh, that's disc. Al says the act. I'm going to read this out. I'm just going to read this out. This is from Al. The accent for Gooch sunning story gave me a semi lob on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You disgust me. And that's finished him. <laughs> um, let's, uh, um, oh, here we go. Here we go, here we go. With the festive season just around the corner, Father Christmas will be working on his naughty and nice list as he decides who deserves presents this year and who will have to settle for a lump o' coal. But what names are most likely to be on his big list in the North Pole? Um... Some place has worked out the names of the naughtiest and nicest... Jeez, let me read it. This company, the leading provider of rewards in schools, has worked out the names of the naughtiest and nicest children's names. Um, Girls with names Sophie, Jessica, Olivia, Emily and Grace are best behaved. While boys Jack, Joshua, Harry, Oliver and Charlie can definitely expect a visit from Rudolph and his friends. However, Alexandra, Alexandra's, Esther's, Faith's, Lydia's, Nicole's, Logan's, Harrison's, Liam's, Jacob's, Jacob's. <laughs> Makes me think of testicles. Yeah. And Leo's might not be so lucky as they're all firmly on the naughty names list. I didn't, ah, oh, this is interesting. This is um, numerology taken to the nth degree. Is it? Is that is that where they've pulled this from? So here's the naughty girls. Here's the naughty girls. Mm-hmm. Alexandra, Esther, Faith, Lydia, Nicole, Papa, Tia, Summer, Libby, Amy, spelt like Amy Man. I know a story about Amy Mann. Imogen. Naughty boys' names. I was just reading out names. Yeah, it means oh, nothing. All right. What do you mean, what do you mean it means nothing? It's this all, is science. That's some nice balls, that. What do you mean? All right. I mean, uh, your, your naughtiness is not determined by your name. Well, why? Well, you don't know that for sure. Have you ever met um, a Sarah that's not naughty? Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. You haven't. Yeah, yeah. When? Yeah. When I was at school, there was Sarah. But you don't know what she does now. She was a very good girl at school. She could be a burlesque dancer. That's not naughty. Of course That's it's nice. Not. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, CJ. Good evening, CJ. Hey, Ian. Hey, Kath. What Hello, you got for us? CJ. Um, sorry, I, I, I don't mean to bring the show down, but I'm 
really not happy. Uh oh. What's happened? Um, nothing. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I feel pathetic and stupid, and I'm just feeling really awful. Um, okay, how long have you been feeling like this? Uh, it started like a month ago. Okay, so quite a while. And who have you spoken to about this? Um, you know, you know, you know, you know my friend Becky? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's one of the people well, I spoke to other, other people. They all just say the same, the same thing. They just go, they just say, well, here's what you need to do. Just brighten up. I bet. Go forward and everything will be okay. I bet, I, bet, I bet people haven't said you, you need to brighten up. They have. Ah, okay. Well, okay. I'd be surprised if someone's just said you need to brighten up. Well, it's not the right way that they said it. The way they said it is, um, you need to focus. Okay, well, that's different. Okay, well, that's different to brighten up. Have you spoken to your doctor about it? Of course I have. Yeah. Okay, and what did your doctor say? Uh, my doctor put me on um, a new medication called, uh, well, it's not new, but it's called uh, sertraline and... It didn't help it, you know, it sort of made the situation worse. Okay. And so you've been on that less than four weeks? No, I've been on that since... Oh, been about, about, about six months now. Okay. Well, and have you told your doctor that the sertraline isn't working? Yes. And what has your doctor said? Oh, you know, that, that the doctor... Sorry. The doctor... Oh, I did. Well, well that's, that's what happens in the first few weeks. It takes a while for you to get used to it. You know, that, that sort of mentality. It's ridiculous. Okay, so that was... In, it does take a few weeks to get used to it. But six months later, when was the last time you spoke to your doctor? <sighs> sorry, sorry, Ian. I need to quite... I have an issue of, of uh, trying to remember this thing. Um, I don't... Was it three months ago? Uh, it was just before Halloween. Okay, and you told him that it wasn't working? Yeah. Right, and what did he say? Um, I missed... Um, they they might always come back for, for an appointment, and because I missed another appointment, they, 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 they rang me up saying, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we can't give you any more appointments because you missed three appointments. So. Why did you miss three so, appointments? Three's quite a lot. I don't want to go out... Because I don't want to go out the door, because if I go out the door, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, nothing to be sorry for. You don't need to apologise to me. Um, well, I do, because, because no, I was one of these you people. Don't, you don't need to apologise to me. You don't need no. to. It's done. It's gone. Um, okay, so w what are you going to do? I've, I've tried ringing the, the doctor back up, and, and, and don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. No, you don't. I know. I get it. I get it, man. It's tough. I used to, I used to do speed. I used to do speed balls. I don't know if you're aware of speed balls. I'm aware um, of speed balls, yes, man. Yeah, yeah, I used to do, I used to do coke, I used to do uh, all of it. And, and <laughs> why are you telling me about your, uh, why are you telling me about drugs? 
Oh, sorry. What's that? But what? I, why? But that, that came out of nowhere. Why are you telling me that you used to do speedballs? What's that got to do with anything? What's that got to do with the price of cheese? <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't know. But why really have you don't. mentioned it for a reason? Why? What is the reason that you you're telling? CJ, what's your language? Uh, what's your language? I why? don't want people. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't want people looking at me thinking, "Oh my God, he did that." No wonder he's a lunatic. Okay, who cares what other people are more about? People didn't know you did speedballs until you just told them that you did speedballs. Oh, no, everyone knew I did speedballs. No, not everyone did, CJ, because I didn't know. But who cares? Who cares? Loads of people have got drug history. Who cares? It's irrelevant. Um, you need to speak to your doctor. You need to get an appointment and you need to beg them for an appointment and you need to apologize profusely for letting them yeah. down and you have to do a little contract with yourself and with me and with them that you when you get another appointment and you will do that yeah. you uh that you turn up for it I'm really sorry i brought your show down you don't need to apologize to me uh so you need to do okay well, Dude, this, you, your show is all about fun no, and it's enjoyment not. It's not. And i've come along and CJ, i've come oh, CJ. What a load, oh CJ. i've built in the press CJ. you know what i want to jump CJ. off a bridge it's all stupid and ridiculous CJ, you're talking rubbish uh, you're talking absolute rubbish now. <laughs> you're talking absolute rubbish it's not you that's talking it's your your head that's talking your head is lying to you at the moment right what i need <laughs> um what i need from you is yeah. i need i need a promise i need a promise from you right you're so, making me a promise. Yeah. Really simple promise, but it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Um, do not kill yourself in the next 24 hours. Well, that, 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 that's the thing as well. I say I feel suicidal, and guess what people always say? They go, oh, he's just attention seeking No, 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 but, uh, CJ, I don't care what other people say. I am, I'm not other people. I do not, I want you There's to... There's a hundred people listening right now, they're going, oh, it's just a tangency, CJ. Kid. That's all they're doing. C CJ, I can't talk to you if you're going to be worrying about what other people are saying. Because I, 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 I okay. don't give a stuff about other people. I'm talking to you and that's it. I need you to promise me that you're not going to kill yourself within the next 24 hours. That's it. That's all I need. But I need you to promise it. Of course I'm not. Beautiful, fine. Well, I will speak to you in 24 hours, yeah? Yeah. That's the second thing. I need a second promise that you'll call me in 24, 23 and a half hours. Oh. Okay. And have you, you know, I'm a big fan, you know, that this show, I think you were part of it, this show just raised £3,000 for the Samaritans. Hello, hello. Did you buy the book? Um, we, uh. Oh, what? 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 You didn't buy the book? Piece of trash. Um, <laughs> I'll send you a book. I've got a couple of copies. I'll send you a book as a gift because it's good. You'd like it. Right. It'll make you laugh. Um, I would really I'm like sorry, you. I'm I really sorry. I'm got, really, really sorry. Please say one more swear word and I've got to let you go, man, because them's the rules, okay? One more and I've got to let you go, all right? Okay? Because I'm, I'm worthless. Okay. Well, you're not. Um. I, I need you to put the phone down now. And I need yeah. you. I need you to call the Samaritans now. 
good idea. It's a great idea. It's the best idea. And you can swear as much as you want to those guys. I mean, don't be abusive, and I know you won't. But it doesn't matter oh. if you drop the F-bomb or even a C-bomb. You can even say uppity if you really, really wanted to, if it would make you feel better. All you need to do is get through the next 24 hours. You need to get through the next 30 minutes, get to bed. Are you still... Are you, horrible, are you still sober? No. Okay. How long have you not been sober for? Um, the first day today has been the first day I've been drunk in, in, in like, uh, oh, gosh, it's uh, okay. a while, basically, uh, it's a while. Okay, okay. Well, and how did you get sober before? Did you go to meetings? It just stopped. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know, I feel like I'm repeating the same old script, but meetings would really help. Of course they are. Right. But when you go to these meetings and uh, and this uh, God, God will help you. God's not going to help you. No, it's not what they say. God gives cancer to kids. No, it, 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 CJ, so, CJ, CJ, I've got, the show is ending. No. You're talking bollocks. That's not what they say. They do not say God will help you. I it's, know, but that's why CJ, say. shut up! Listen, this is important. This is where your life we're talking about. I've got literally minutes and you're talking nonsense, right? Uh, okay. The, I really recommend you go to a meeting and you ignore the God stuff. Ignore it. Ignore it. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Put your fingers in your ears when they say the word God. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Yep. So here's what I would like you to do. I'd like you to put the phone down now, call the Samaritans. Yep. I'd like you to find a meeting in your, an AA meeting in your area and go to it tomorrow and put your fingers in your ears when they say God and go la, 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 because the God yep. bit is irrelevant at this precise moment in time. And I would like you to call me uh, any time between 10 and 1 tonight. Yeah. Okay, I'll try that. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you, I, I, I strongly suggest you, you do more than try because your life is on the line. Oh, that's a great day. I'm right. going to do that. You got this. You got this. People are... You, you got this you too, think, guys. You think people at home are laughing at you and and judging you. They're not. They are... Of course really, they are. No, no, no. They are. CJ, Everyone's judging CJ, me. CJ, shut up. Because I know more about this than you do. There'll be some people judging you. Who cares about those assholes? Most people... I do. Well, don't. Most people... I can't be. Most people will be cheering you on. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine. There are thousands of people. I don't, I don't people, like that. Imagine there are thousands of people right now cheering you on and wishing you uh, success. Imagine. Because that's what's happening. I know Harrison is, and I know Pete is, and I know Roger and Ollie are, and I know me and Kath are, and I know Sam is. Thousands of people cheering you on. Cheering you on. I did that for you as well. Not because of what I did tell them, not because I wanted to respond to it, because sort of, sort of, sort of. Phone up the. Okay, he's gone. He's gone. There we go. There we go. Everyone's uh, everyone's on their little journey, and I can see the messages of support coming in. And uh, it's hard when you're when one is that low to feel uh, anything other than a hairy piece of trash. The Samaritan's number. Thank you, Catherine. I overlooked that. You're absolutely spot on. Go on. 116-123. 116-123. They will listen. They cannot put the phone down on you. You don't have to tell them your name. Just say it out loud to someone. 
Uh, Dan in Chester is loving the show. Thank you very much, uh, Dan. Appreciate your kind words there. Um, people are cheering him on. Of course they are. I'm not a psychiatrist. I will, all I can do is share my experience. And we've built a place where people like CJ feel they can come and share stuff. Never have to apologise. I'm honoured that people choose us as their port of uh, uh, call when they're in that much pain. If anybody is listening who is struggling with life, talk to someone, talk to your doctor, talk to the Samaritans, talk to your priest, talk to your mum, talk to your sister, your lover, whoever, right? Just talk to someone. That will instantly help you a little bit. A little bit. Um, so I'm show tonight. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. We're back tonight at 10. Stay tuned, though. Daryl's coming up. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. 